this, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Your ears do not lie. Corey here. Welcome back to Fly Casual. And tonight we are recapping Mando Season 1. Feel like it's been a little Star Wars heavy lately? So do I. So let's high five each other and get on with the show. It's time to Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all. You don't? Yeah. I know all about you. I was talking to my dad yesterday. He's like, how, how, how's, your, how's your little friends doing? How, how's your little friends? I'm like, I don't know about them. Those little little guys. friends? I don't even know. <laughs> little Garrick and I don't even know. little Howie. Yeah. Did Corey come out to play? <laughs> Can you, you want Mr. Wilson, you want to ride bikes? <laughs> yep. You want to play Nintendo at my house? You remember getting all the way to your friend's house down the street, knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, and realizing that you hadn't prepared a speech in case their like older sibling or parent answers the yeah, door. For some reason, <laughs> you thought that they would answer the door. Yeah, you thought it's always yeah. going to be the kid that you're there to see. And like, you yeah. know, the older sister answers, what? <laughs> Does she uh, come out and ride bikes? <laughs> I don't Steve! know. Yeah, exactly. Steve! It's the fat kid from down the street. <laughs> I'm standing right here. Oh, my I, tiny little I, heart. I heard that. My tiny little strained heart. <laughs> <laughs> I once thought you were hot. Yeah. I used to have a crush on you until just now. That's how life <laughs> went. riding bikes. Yeah. We should ride bikes together, guys. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Bring I'm, it back. I'm, uh, That's I'm so up. cute. I'm up for this. Yeah. Garrick, bring up, I'll, bring up your bike yeah. next I time. I'll bring my Huffy. Right. Lord, yeah. I'm going to no, need to get my endurance up. I'm going to need to spec up no, my endurance. No, you get one of those bikes that you sit in. Yeah, those are cool. What sit oh, in? What bikes little, you sit little in? Trikes that you kind of you're all. Do you have any idea in? how hard you have to work to bike one of those? Because you don't have gravity to help you. You can't go. Oh, I need to catch up and then lean forward and use gravity to push down. Some of them have little cranks that you oh, can use yeah, with your no, hands. My upper oh. arm strength game, no problem with <laughs> hey, that. Corey, some of them they attach motors to, so you can actually. Hey, yeah, yeah. I just pull. <laughs> we can just hit you a rascal if you want. <laughs> oh, did you know a rascal? <laughs> we we you should bastard. do the, we should do the grown up version and uh I've, i just learned this from jerry seinfeld he's a big vespa yeah oh yeah uh he loves vespas i don't know and, i don't uh, even know if i could fit on a vest i'll tell you what i'll do i'll tell you there, what I do. No, yeah there's some big ones are there some big vespas there's like like dual seaters and all this other crap no so. i was just say i'll just get a gold wing <laughs> i'll get a honda gold wing with like a oh, trunk yeah. <laughs> yeah if you drop that you're screwed buddy i know seriously there's those no things, way to pick that and back those things are freaking so heavy, heavy looking. i know oh my god so yeah, get, have you seen the new uh, heavier than the they new, look have you seen the new um segway Segway S pod. Yes, that pod. Oh my <laughs> yes. gosh. I cannot imagine <laughs> a way to look, look douchier than zipping no, around in one it. of those like freaking library egg chairs with wheels. <laughs> so, somebody uh, online put that picture next to the, the Wally people on the spaceship. Yep. <laughs> it was perfect. Oh my God. That's like, <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I, uh, I watched uh, a TikTok, of course, uh, and it was the original Segway that I don't know. Apparently, these people got somehow. Mall and cops? They, they were trying to get their uh, mother or father. I couldn't tell which. Uh, They're older, trying to get them to, to <clears throat> ride it. And it was absolutely hilarious because 
They couldn't get their balance. Yeah. But they couldn't fall over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Whoa. when I was at Epcot Center year, years ago, this is like this is like, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago. It's Epcot Center. And they had segues in their little like technology bubble area right after you get past the big old golf ball. And they had segues you could ride. And so there's a line for all spaceship kinds Earth? of people. All yes, yeah, just past spaceship Earth. A line of all kinds of people from all different walks, all different ages, wanting to try a Segway for the first time. I was super nervous, but, you know, I have a very low center of gravity, so I stepped up onto it. It was like, zip, 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 no problem. I had none problem, and, oh, man, I was seriously just ready to completely eat crap in front of everybody. Didn't happen. The day is saved. Now, let me tell you about you everybody. Pod, let bro. me tell you about everybody over 50. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh. my dad. My dad cruised like a pro too, but like every other older person there got See on. chucking deuces left and right. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying. So. It's like it looked like they were trying to fall over. To fall down. Yeah. Like their mental, their mental something in their brain said, I shouldn't be on this. This is unnatural. And they start convulsing <laughs> and the thing yeah. won't let them <laughs> fall. And it's not like a little bit of convulsion. No. It is a major like foot, foot and a half yeah. either direction. They're swinging like crazy. And you're like, how are you not falling? That's amazing. I think, and I bet you're terrified, uh, but I'm finding this hilarious. Yeah, back then, I don't think my phone took very good video. I had like a blackjack or something like that, right? <laughs> so Nokia I don't have any phone. video, but I was sitting there. My eyes were like tennis balls because I was waiting for my dad. He was after me in line. So I was sitting there waiting for him. And this lady, just like a normal, everyday average I don't know, 59, 60 year old lady wearing like outdated vest, looked like something from the Price is Right when we were kids or something, you know. Come on down. And uh, and they like $1. three people rushed to grab her to steady her and they steadied her and they straight up and down. And as soon as they let go, she started convulsing again. And I'm like, is she, is this for real? Like she looked like she was just trying to get a lawsuit or something, but she's just a normal lady. Oh, it's, 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 I guess over. something in some people's brains where they feel like they have to move. Yeah. So they're actually moving and it's trying to keep you up straight. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing works based on very slight muscle movements. It's like, oh, it's predictive in a lot yeah. of ways. Your muscles start to move and it does the rest of the work and not with this lady. <laughs> do, you, do your mall cops ride those around inside the mall? No, the only time I ever saw really? that in real life was at in your neck of the woods down at Circle Center. <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah. oh, Circle they Center. All the malls around here, they ride them around. I was like, was are you for real? How is anybody <laughs> supposed to take you seriously? This, this. Okay, but I kind of want that a, job. Also, there's yes. this one guy, one security guard who's been working there a long time, and I see him riding around all the time. He's got so good, like they have to scan little things on the wall for some reason. So he'll just like probably to prove they're like, walking the beat. He'll just like like grind to a halt, like sideways, scan it, and go like in one quick motion. Does he ever like jump up it's and wall awesome. grind or like wall no, ride? No, I want him to. <laughs> yeah, just like he Kick just jumps between the escalators, and, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pulling a Christ air. <laughs> yeah. I want to, uh, now I'm envisioning that uh, dude from Overwatch, the uh, the healer dude. Lucio. 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 Yeah, not, that's what I'm envisioning now. Mm -hmm. But with a segue. Yeah, with a segue. <laughs> they, they need that in Overwatch. They do. They need a, a segue character. They need a, uh, old man segue. An other abled, is, or differently abled person who rides a segue. <laughs> They could have Anna, Anna's husband in there, and he's like super old. Yeah, there you go. Segway. He's got arthritic knees, so or, he rides a or it could be a head in a jar. Ooh, riding a segue. I like it. We are on point. It's, we are it's on really fleek, Spiro gentlemen. Agnew. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Al Gore. 
Climate change. <laughs> Something like that. I've invented the internet. Somewhere a whale is in distress. 30 Rock. Yeah. Just saying. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Hey! Welcome back to another Fly Casual. We're if back. It, yeah. Back again. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're back, back in action. Back. JD's we're, back. We're back in black. <laughs> will, will the real Fly Casual please stand up? No, no, no I'm that s- is against fly casual regulations. Okay. <laughs> That's not very casual. No HR will come down on you for standing. No up. standees permitted, especially Absolutely. since you don't wear pants, Garrick. Yeah, seriously. Well, this year, you should feel lucky. Got to let it air out a little bit, fellow listener. That uh, only one week you have missed a podcast this time. So. Mm-hmm. You guys, we, uh, I have to say, between uh, Mike and Corey, we're on point. This year, we we put together some stuff so that everybody stayed entertained. Yeah, Mike stuff. does it on the regular. I just swung in and put in like three times as much effort that's all. <laughs> as you normally do, which is probably you know, like that's true. five I mean, minutes. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking anybody else way less time than it took me. That's probably accurate. But yeah, hopefully uh, people have been able to enjoy the uh, yeah. holiday content. Exactly, that was, uh, that it was a lot was. of fun this year. We it had was. some good stuff. It was. Hey guys, um, just so you know, these are just jokes. The, uh, no, these are just jokes. I don't care. I don't. It's my, my last year. I don't care. I'm not doing this Fifth anymore. Time. I don't care. <laughs> In the meantime, welcome back, everybody. Hey, we're talking about the Mandalorian tonight. Have we talked about Mandalorian before? Have we ever mentioned Mandalorian? Before? Oh man, uh, what's no, the Mandalorian? Don't get into I, it now. You know, I think it's a pretty terrible thing. So, yeah. <laughs> pretty terribly awesome that we haven't talked about yeah. it enough. Yeah, right. Boom. So we're gonna give our final review of the last couple, two or three episodes. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be the final review. I'm sure we won't complete espousing it. Or, yeah. I give Constantly. it two thumbs down. Yeah. It stink. Oh my gosh, the critic. When I mean, you're making me remember back to like watching old real player files off CD ROMs of the uh, critic. Yep. It stinks. What's a CD ROM? I know, right? It was a CDRW, excuse me. Yeah. It could read and- No, it was CDR. Oh. I never did the RWs. That, yeah, those were too expensive. That crap, they were expensive and they were not reliable. Oh, I made them money. I'm in college. Come on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm limited to what I can steal off of various shelves throughout <laughs> the campus. Then you had the RW. Plus. Mm hmm. They gave you like 50 oh. more megabytes. Eventually, I graduated to Zip Drive, which had way fewer megabytes. <laughs> Did you guys have that? What was it? The light light drive or whatever that could edge light stuff scribe. on the light, light scribe. scribe. I have one of those. Yeah, still? <laughs> Sadly. Uh, probably somewhere. Actually, I don't if I pull out obviously. all the boxes that are over there behind the 3D printer, there's probably, probably a light one, scribe yeah. drive. I'm an those old Memorex one. I awesome. They were awesome and horrible because it <laughs> took so bad. long and they failed so often. You're like, wait a minute. I already burnt the disc. It was already to go. And now you ruined the, I mean, I guess yeah, I flip guess it over and put the, the sweet graphic on the, the sweet two tone graphic but on but the it back. It failed while I was putting the two tone graphic. I remember when we used to do those road trips and I would light scribe <laughs> a label for our road trip songs. Now I yeah. want you to, <laughs> I want you to think about this conversation we're having. We're old, I tell you. And remember, Steve Jobs. I need a segue so I can convulse around. Didn't want. He, this Steve is his Jobs future. said, light scribe in remembrance of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. He, he wanted the future to be the cloud. Yeah. And and uh, we're, we're there because of light scribe. 
Because of Lightscribe. No. <laughs> because of Lightscribe. how <laughs> negative an experience <laughs> that awesome technology was. Lightscribe's like the literal opposite of the cloud, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. The burning discs and yep. the, burning disc, stuff. and then flipping it over and burning it burning again. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously Lightscribe was like the equivalent of a CD-ROM scratch off. That's the technology. It's just like burn. It's like, well, let me just scratch off the graphic that you want. Check Here out we these go. sweet graphics. What go. is it? A, like a like a bunny? Yeah. Oh man! And like it took so long. It was Hendrix, it, man. Took, it took so long. It was like getting a picture developed after you took an old West sepia photo at a theme park. They're like, "Come back at the end of the day. We'll have it all set for you." <laughs> That's what it was like. And oh. if you forget, and it was that same color too. If you forget to it flip was. the CD over, yep, then you ruined <laughs> everything. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's like, oh Still no, back from that. We were using the death beam on this side. So <laughs> those were spe- specialized discs too, and you couldn't. Those were super expensive. They were not cheap. But they were like over a buck a piece. You would buy the RWs. Hell no, you couldn't make the RWs look awesome. What am I do? Like Sharpie, like a freaking Dreamcatcher on the back of it? Hell no, bro. Limp I'm gonna take one. I'm gonna take a picture of the Hindenburg and burn it onto my CD. I I every time I go like would go to Best Buy or something now, which is rare. Uh, I occasionally will see a thing of CD burnable CDs, and I'm yes, oh, they wow. still exist. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh absolutely, and still it, exist. And it catches me off guard. I know my computer has no disc drive in it. I was going to say they don't even make them with them. I anymore. mean, I have a couple of optical hard drives in there that are just old. I'm running yeah. off. I'm running off an NVMe drive. Yeah. Um, but and I they might be like a lap a two and a two and a half inch or two and a quarter inch SSD in there, whatever the hell it is, but. Yeah. Hard like a handful of hard drives are all I have left. It's great to go to A plus computer and it, mm-hmm. how's this no. gonna end? <laughs> what? Uh, because lose minute. your life savings. They have well, they have a lot of <laughs> the newer stuff, but then you go digging and you're like, holy crap. Oh yeah. I'm gonna blow a the dust off drives. of this. <laughs> this I is, play Oregon this Trail been on in this the store yeah. for at least a decade yes, or more. That's true. And they don't, yeah, you, when you said blow the dust off, that is accurate. They do yeah. not dust that old crap. They're like, it's in a plastic <laughs> bin on the floor for a reason. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they've got things in baggies that are no longer transparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you need age. to buy, you need to buy this. Oh, just take four of them just in case the one doesn't work. It, a plus computer is a great thing to have. Like a, a more than that's- like a more, com- a more than, substantial local computer parts store that's not like Bill's store of the six-month period. Because, you know, they spring up and die constantly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, there's another one that's on, I can't remember what it's called, but it's on that, the south side those, of town. Those kind of and stores, it is, those kind of stores is how, how you get sucked into Jumanji world. You know that? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hook this weird you're And you're, then you're screwed. You're with Jack Black. And the ro- oh, wait. That's right. That's not bad. I wouldn't mind being in between Jack Black, Black and the Rock. Karen Gillen would yeah. be okay. I'd be hanging out with her. She's Hello. In the short shorts. Hello. But I will I'd say like, this. I want to, I'd like to be the Rock. There's a computer on the south side of town I here. Or a computer store on the south well, side of town. One computer saying. on the south side. Yeah, there's one. They've only got one. Everybody's got to share it. That's, That's why Mike moved. Um, <laughs> and me. I, uh, but this store. This store is like, was like world renowned briefly. Because the guy, like, apparently is very brusque with some customers, and he got some negative reviews, and Reddit dogpiled on this dude, and this dude decided to take on the internet. Oh. So there's a lot of people who are <laughs> tech savvy who've read about this Fort Wayne computer store owner that is literally trying to sue everyone on the planet. 
because <laughs> the whole internet decided to make an example of him. I go down the rabbit hole, go on Google that stuff. It is entertaining reading some of this dude's posts and emails and stuff. Oh my gosh. Is I sometimes want to go to the than, store just to get a look at him. Is it more entertaining than the cats reviews on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes? Okay, it's more entertaining than cats. <laughs> yes, less entertaining than no, the, the reviews. reviews. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me introduce you guys. I'm Corey over there's Mike. Hey. Hi Mike. How you doing? Hi Mike. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I am doing. excited to be back after our long foray. Yeah, into the we holidays. had a long enough break that I wasn't like, oh crap, those guys are here. I know, man. <laughs> I kind of nice. was kind of ready to come back. Actually, I was deep in the hills of post-apocalyptic West Virginia, and how he had to come downstairs and like be like, Corey, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, take off your headphones. Oh. That's right. It's yeah. tonight, right? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Speaking of which, over there, Master Control, Stephen J. Howie. Hello. <laughs> no, Keeping it alive. The only person who didn't respond <laughs> yeah, no. was Mike. I know. Yeah. I should have, yeah. but Breaking I love it when Howie does it. The only reason I do it is to get movie? Howie to do it. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Sally Field, right? I'll about- do it anytime. <laughs> Mike, I'll do it anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Who's Tom Hanks' mother? Yeah. yeah, that's true. That is Tom Aww. Hanks. She plays the part role of Tom Hanks' mother in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Yo, mom, really it was, it was a weird. Gump. It was a it's weird Forrest name drop. Yo, mom would do anything for you, boy. You know, speaking of Robin Williams, I last night I flipped on the YouTube's and watched Robin Williams on Carson. And like the entire, he was there to promote Fisher King. And what? Yeah, it's Fisher King. Uh, well, Fisher King's a Terry Gilliam movie that's probably. It's either better watched high or you better not watch it high. I'm not sure. <laughs> I I enjoy it from a, a distance. Okay. Um, but then he started talking about uh the next project he was working on because you could tell it was like, mm, let's talk about something else. But he was on the whole time. And it was getting highly political and getting kind of blue. But here's the thing to follow the second guest was Jonathan Winters, who they worked together on Mork and Mindy. And Jonathan <laughs> nice. Winters before uh, Robin Williams, everything. Jonathan Winters was known as the sort of, even though he's much more contained than Robin Williams, he was the comic that would move around so quick that you had to catch up with him to get his jokes. Jonathan Williams, or Jonathan Winters from my hometown, by the way, Springfield, Ohio. And uh, and the riffing that was taking, Johnny Carson, even at the end, they even had the, the nurse chick out from Empty Nest and she could barely get a word in, right? And at the mm-hmm. end, he's like, well, thanks everybody for joining us. I've, I've, I've barely contributed <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, I think the best thing I did tonight was stay out of the way. But uh, that's my horrible, out of date Johnny Carson impression. Highly recommend that YouTube video. Anyway, on with the oh, across the pond and down a few. Yeah, that's there right. he is, Mr. Garrett, hey guys, Jay Hardy. I just, I got an interesting fact here for you. you yeah, know. for this factoid. Okay. I'm not the, sure. So the movie Cats. He took, gets us with the first, the preposition at the front here. Okay. Took $90 million budget. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, just let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. $90 Made a million. Wait, how much? Dollars. How much that's a lot that of CG for week? 90 mil. How so much far, are... the box office is at point two. Sorry. They were only a couple weeks in, guys. Made $6 million that first weekend. It was yeah. on pace, baby. I think that, yeah. that, movie, that movie has made far more money off the negative reviews than it could have ever made on its own. Oh, if it absolutely. came out and everybody just was tepid, they they wouldn't have they wouldn't have cleared thirty mil. I just don't. But they came out no and everyone way. went. This is the worst movie of the year. <laughs> Judy like, Dench is licking like her own butthole. I don't. Get but the first day it was out, I saw a dude who loved. He's like, I love the on Twitter. I love the Android Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Uh, and which, I like the Android. Webber I like the better. Android Webber is better. I I like, like the music to make musicals. 
I I like the music. I've never actually liked the musical Cats, but this guy's like, I like this musical, and I took my kids to see it. And by I think his words were, by the third time Judy Dench licked her own butthole, they were asking to leave. <laughs> wow! And I thought, <laughs> wow! I thought that was a joke. Do you think that was it CGI or did she really do that? Did oh, she yeah, really no. do that? No, old elderly Brits, <laughs> elderly Brits are extremely flexible. She had her, not, I heard know. she had ribs removed just for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> like Marilyn Manson? Uh, Did they do it together? Right. They That's go together? Yeah, right. Okay yeah, with the same surgeon. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, no, we better they held like hands while they got him removed. Hey, you asked for this, we man. Better get her you brought it up. Some docker size. Hey, she's a dame. How dare you talk? She is a dame. There is nothing like like a dame. <laughs> See, I like musicals, guys. See? What? Was that the producers? Oh, boy. <laughs> that was not the producers. That was not Springtime for Hitler, <laughs> which is the, like, main song of the producers. For anybody yeah. who does not know the premise of the producers, it's about a couple of people who want to make a complete flop because they realize they'll make more money off of a flop musical than they will off trying to actually make so it which good. one which one do you like better do you like the original or do you like the matthew broderick and uh the other guy uh nathan lane, lane. nathan lane, lane yeah i i like the matthew broderick nathan lane really but, but here's the thing are you ready for this caveat i've only seen like 10 minutes of the original <laughs> and i've been meaning to get around to it forever and i haven't Oh, so, but I I did enjoy Matthew Rock, Nathan Lane with uh, Will Ferrell as the as the ex. Oh yeah, Will Ferrell was great. <laughs> I liked him better than the original yeah. guy who played that role. Yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell has that perfect crazy person stare for that role. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness! All right, Uma man. Thurman so uh, what do you guys? We need to hurry up through this one because we need to get to the next step. What you yeah. guys tweaking <laughs> on? You hungry? I'm hungry. You tell me, growling. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, what are we? Oh, I. Yeah. I'll go. No, do no it. me. Go. Okay. Oh. Um, but I have to do oh. it in song. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Toss a coin to your witcher. Yeah, oh, valley that was fun. of plenty. You're not oh, matching. Valley of plenty. plenty. That's what I was gonna pick, Howie. You're not. You're not. You're not matching my oompa band. Let's well, tweak together. Let's tweak together, buddy. Is that really how it goes? I've not heard that song yet. You haven't heard I've it yet. But I've seen everybody say it on yeah. Twitter. I'm like, but I just assumed it was like oh, a bard. The meme, it is, the memes it is abound. A but he sings it like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. It's amazing. No, it's great. It's, it's amazing. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I've In only watched way. one episode. I've, oh. I've only watched yeah. One. So I'm about four or five episodes in. Uh, I, I, oh, that's it? I have a hard time finding time to, to watch because I can only watch this specific times yeah kids are in bed um, did your wife watch it with you is there, i watched one episode with her and she didn't say she didn't like it but i could just <laughs> she was on her phone and stuff for those the whole of you time, who don't so. know howie's wife she doesn't say that she doesn't like a lot of things you just have to pick it up yeah. <laughs> so did you I, get to episode three with her with the you know the uh um part the in the transition uh, <laughs> the house thing the house the part thing. Oh. When ha when he's being around the bush, <laughs> it, 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 that's why I haven't seen that. It means boobies. Oh, there's lots oh, of boobies. Oh, By the lots. way, there's lots of boobies. Like yeah. the first episode, two pair. There's yeah, there's some boobies. Two pair. Actually, there's probably more because there's a lot in the background. Uh, those two pair. There's two pair. There's two ladies with their boobies out. There's okay. I think there's more. In the but, first episode, yeah. Uh, but uh, at second episode, I can't remember. 
But what I do remember is lots of bubbies. There's, there's, <laughs> and okay, so this the series is very verbose. Oh, is it? The uh, first lots episode. of dialogue, like, and, right. and every episode there's lots of dialogue, and there's one scene where there's there's this man and this woman they had just experienced coitus. Yes, and uh, <laughs> so they're having dialogue, uh, and. Post coitus, and there's <laughs> movies like literally three time. or four minutes of them, and she's got her, and it's like, wow, oh, okay, awkward. Hey, and after a period of time, you're like, let's go to something else. You know, once coitus <laughs> happens, why even bother? <laughs> so you like, have seen it; <laughs> it's out in the open now. I, I wasn't sure if I liked it or not, but I keep the thing is, I keep wanting to go back to find out what's. That's the thing. Going to happen. After the first episode, I'm like, all right, I want to watch more. I have no idea how I'm going to have the time or motivation to do it because it's a commitment. Yeah, My but wife will have get, nothing to do with it. After you get past the first couple episodes and, and you get more of the story, you're like, uh, okay, cool. I need I need some some more. Daddy got to know. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yep. Uh, it's, yeah, I can't wait to finish it. And, and uh, I can't wait to finish, guys. Gross. I, I, did, I did finish. Uh, Howie's mid coitus. I finished the whole thing. Garrick is great. eternally coitus. That's what I was going to be tweaking on, was also The Witcher. Well, then you go next. Well, okay. Was it yeah, The Witcher? So finished. <laughs> it was The Witcher. Hey! Like I, but you're not going to hey! sing, huh? You're not going to sing? <laughs> That's a coin to The Witcher. Nailed it. <laughs> That's why Corey does the singing. <laughs> oh, Lord, it doesn't. That's not much of a leap forward, friend. <laughs> Yeah, so um, all of what Howie said is great. I've never I, I played the third one. I think like, I, I'm not game. very steeped in the lore, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where that was. I, I'm having a little bit of trouble because I'm like, okay, there's a lot here I know that's. That's deep. because almost nobody yeah. played the first or second one, <laughs> and it's based on Polish folklore. So I imagine that first game probably loads you with a lot of it. Yeah, but, like the original. Honestly, go ahead. Original author. Uh, just wrote a bunch of short stories, I think, for like a newspaper, Polish is newspaper. Is that what it was? Oh. And then they like, I, I, this is what I heard. I should probably look this up. <laughs> That's what this I heard is, from a this dude is in the folklore other of the folklore, well, I guess. This is like casual. We just, we're just casual. <laughs> yeah, we just, let's just go with it. Let's we're just go with that. We're a bunch of dummies, that and that's fine. <laughs> so they originally, eventually novelized it, and then it, of course, became like a epically selling uh, game franchise. Yes. Video game franchise. This this uh series so far, I'm like, I I kind of want to go back and, and pick up some of those games. I think I might have no, no 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 third one. Yeah, I think I might have the third one. Yeah, don't go back. Trust me. I I, I should say I want to go and because the third one's what? How old is it? Mm, four or five years. Yeah. So yeah, I it's have not good. played any of them, but I'm very at the time that those games were coming out, I was a heavy gamer because that's when I was like the tail end of my bachelorhood right where i had a house where i pretty much just lived in one room <laughs> i uh you guys remember um and like i listened to a crap ton of gaming podcasts i would listen to gaming podcasts while playing wow and stuff like that and uh shout out henry cavill um Nerd alert hell yeah. yeah but i uh at the time i would hear like i remember vinnie caravello on giant bomb he's like yeah i'm playing and it might have even and that was Giant Bomb at the time, I think. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm playing The Witcher." I'm like, "Yeah, how's that going?" Um, it's uh, I mean, it's 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 good. It's just a little rough, a little some restrictions. Like the third one was the first time they did like a big like kind of open world style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. The first two were much more, as I understand it, very linear. 
traditional RPG or a traditional, like more traditional action RPG. <clears throat> so I've heard a lot. I mean, the, the third one did gangbusters, but it even it overwhelmed a lot of people. They didn't realize how different feeling it would be. Uh, so a lot of people oh, yeah. picked it up and played a little bit of it and went, I, I, I can't, I can't do this. It was a lot. Yeah. When I picked it up, I'm like, I, I'm probably like three hours into the game and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So, or what to do. So I, I kind of put it down. And yeah, basically following Vinny's uh, travels through the Witcher, I knew by the time Witcher 3 came out, I'm like, this is something I'm going to want to play eventually, but I'm in no hurry. And like, it dropped like 20 bucks in a Steam sale, but I was like, but the Legendary, the Game of the Year edition's 35, so I should keep waiting. And then I, this winter, I saw the Game of the Year edition for like 19, and I'm like, oh, that's really old. 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it as a part of the uh, Humble Monthly Bundle. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. I got on a Steam sale a long time ago. Nice. But yeah, the series, the, I know what Rotten Tomatoes gave it, what, mid 50s? Yeah. Higher 50%, Fudge maybe. This, but then, be... <laughs> like, this is like the, the kind of mimics Rise of Skywalker, I think. Yeah. The, the Rotten Tomato scores were terrible, but the users. The user reviews, if I remember correctly, were actually pretty favorable. That's the thing. This this show from the just watching the first episode, this show right out of the gates is meant for people who are already committed to watching it. Yeah. If you're well, on I, the fence, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I was committed. I'm like, I'm gonna. Yeah, I me too. Watch I'm like Henry though. Cavill as not Superman and part of a video game franchise. Also, he's a super video game nerd, so. It lends some credence. I'll tell you what. I I mean, when I heard that The Witcher was going to be made, I had zero interest. Mm -hmm. The only reason I would pick this up is because of Hen Henry Cavill. He, you want to see him in something story. that doesn't suck, right? Well, that and yeah. the story <laughs> behind how he got involved. Did yeah. you hear this? They announced it. And he had his manager yes. on the phone immediately. Yes, and was like, I, "I'm playing. I'm doing this role. This, this is, is the me. guy. That's this is amazing. the guy yeah, who almost this. didn't answer the phone. Yeah, from, for the super for Superman because he was, because he was the Witcher. no, because he was in a WoW raid. Oh, he was in a WoW raid. He was in a raid. <laughs> so it's like he felt compelled to help you know stay with the people he was raiding with, right. And not pick up the phone. Right. He's like, oh, I better answer. Yeah. Oh, I'm Superman now. No, I I <laughs> love awesome. the fact that he when he, I mean he's such a nerd and a and a gamer and a geek. Yep. That when he heard this announced, he and was also the most gorgeous man on the planet. I'm right. <laughs> well, he was immediately the on the phone. He was immediately <laughs> on the phone and basically begged to them. Basically said, "This is my role. Yes. Can you this is happening. Yes. Can you believe? I, I can only imagine what they were thinking." This person, this getting, yeah, they're getting the call, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, it's like some what? administrative assistant." <laughs> what? No, this is a joke, right? This you're, is a joke. you're pulling my leg. <laughs> Tell me another one. They're, they're I'm probably a scouring. Fairy. They're probably scouring the local theaters for people who want to be in a Netflix movie. Yeah, when <laughs> Henry yeah. Cavill calls you up, you're like, "They, uh, oh, sir, oh sir, my. I told you, no interruptions." Henry Cavill's on the. I don't care if it's Henry. Ca Wait, what? <laughs> who? <laughs> <laughs> I've even heard. I mean, his influence over the 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 writing, everything, every all parts of the process were very. I mean, anytime a video game is adapted, <laughs> if there's someone on set who actually loves the video games. Right. You You're doing tell. pretty good. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, pe people are dogging his portrayal. Like, go oh, first. I say going in. I I didn't. I was like, ah, oh, Henry Cavill. Okay, whatever. He's kind of too pretty to be, you know, Geralt of. Uh, Geralt's pretty bad, but this guy, this guy, it's all yeah. the tail. But he, he's more rugged than pretty. I yeah, think. he is. Yeah, but he nailed it. 
I mean, he had the 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 Batman Christian Bale Batman voice the whole time. I don't. That and it takes me. him takes a minute to get used to, but after a while, he just like he it fits is the character. Awesome yeah, yeah. Really you warned me about the growl, and when I was watching, I didn't even notice. And actually, it was like halfway through the first episode, I was like, "Oh yeah, he is growling." Because he always I has that. They, they, he always has that grunt. Like he he's yeah. not very. Like talking, and he uses it in in uh, some very comedic ways. Yeah, Yeah, like dropping f bombs. Yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) I love it when he's like, "Fuck." (laughs) (laughs) And and it's great. Like I I didn't know much about the character going in, but like, uh, I guess spoiler alert: he doesn't kill people just out outright like that. Like, well, he's he's a a witcher. His yeah. job's to kill monsters and witches and things. Yeah, he's very he's a very principled person, which I, I didn't realize that's what Geralt's character and they, and they maintain that throughout the show. Oh, very absolutely. principled. Yeah, like even with like uh, even some beasts, he's like, well, we don't need to kill it. We can just feed oh yeah, it there's there's a beast away. there. They someone paid him money to kill this beast, and he found out oh well, this beast is actually intelligent. Mm. Yeah, and and, right. and spoilers it has become you a meme now. It's <laughs> become a big meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's but uh, so IMDb has a score of eight point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes is up to sixty five. Oh, on the up. critics, nice. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. I'll get the better. Yeah, ninety six percent on Google user TV show base because yeah. only nerds yeah. use the Google. And Netflix is four point seven out of five. So hey, that's pretty right. good. Rotten Tomatoes audience score is 93%. Yeah. 93%. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can't argue that reviews. the quality is pretty much there. Like, oh, the, there's oh, a couple amazing. of camera shots where I'm like, all right, we're definitely dealing with some green screen stuff, but it doesn't matter. The artistic design is there. Yeah. They're not trying to set any new records or break any ground. It's not like Miss Maisel where you realize five minutes into a scene that the camera hasn't cut once. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like they're trying to do anything right. crazy. They're just doing it legit. Yeah, I liked I liked how they didn't default to the shaky camera during the action. Scene. Thank like there's God. I think that I, I mean think they we're do that to cover away up from that. Yeah, almost. Needs yeah. To. yeah. Oh, they they do that to cover up the lack of fighting ability. Yeah, from the actors or whoever's yep. doing it, or I guess to add tension. But this one, they actually like do slow motion at points, and it, and in my opinion, makes it more visceral. Iron fist. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my allergies. Iron- well, he was terrible. Yeah, because uh, they didn't train him at everything. all. Yeah, they didn't train him. But yeah, the action scenes are legit. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. My turn, Witcher. I watched the first episode of The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a different one. Nice. I, uh, this one's kind of a weird one. It's kind of a curveball. You know, I've been watching the classic uh, sitcoms and the Family Ties and all that. Well, Amazon Prime decided Family Ties is no longer Prime. Aww. Aww. So, because you've been watching way too much of it. I know. They're like, <laughs> this guy's... It costed us money. We only put this no, in here to pad the catalog. I don't, and I, I don't doubt this for a second. They, it's just for your account. <laughs> it would be right. That's, that's what Amazon be. would do. This guy's ta- no. This guy's going to pay money. We're taking it away. So naturally, I stole the Cosby Show instead. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, I very clinic. I worshipped Bill Cosby as a child. You know, yeah. So all the stuff that came out about him, I wouldn't say it was shocking because there were the rumors and the little one-offs that came out over the years. Sure. But when all the stuff hit, I was like, "This really sucks." Like I've seen Bill Cosby live twice. The one of the most defining moments of my childhood is when we saw him on the set of either it was either like Ghost Dad or Leonard Part Six at Universal Studios, one of those. And around that time, we actually saw him from a distance. 
And he waved to us and had a cigar in his hand. And, I, and like, my sister was in shock. We were a Cosby family. Yeah. Like, we listened to his stand-up, or sit-down, in his case, on cassettes on road trips. Yep, and sure. sometimes when the cassette was done, we just let it auto-flip right back oh, over yeah, and keep sure. going. Right. Like, worshipped. He was my idol as a child. And so one of the, you know, it's very devastating to find out that, you know, over the years, gradually, again, it wasn't a shock, but still kind of, it just super sucked to just accept the fact that he is like one of the worst predators of all time, you know, at least in the public eye. And so I base as, I don't know, I don't want to say, you know, as as someone who studied art, but I am always curious about, is there, is there an ability to separate the art from the artist? You have to. The masses, I feel like you have to. The masses say no, uh, except for uh, well, who is the who dude? are the masses? We're, 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 <laughs> are we no, talking no, no. about I'm Twitter sorry. masses? The mass media's <laughs> yes, mass media says right. no. You know, right. the, you can't find the Cosby Show in syndication anywhere now, and this is one of the greatest TV shows that's, of all time. I'm yeah. sorry, that's stupid in my opinion. Well, I I won't say it's stupid because again, I, I wasn't even sure if it was going to affect me. Someone who that was my favorite show. We videotaped every episode. We had like several tapes. Of the Cosby show that I would just watch end over end throughout my whole childhood, just rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. I loved it. So I was like, I wanted to know, can I watch this and ex- and 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 pull it apart? And the answer is not completely, mm. but mostly. So like every now and then there'll be something where you're like, oh. This scene's in a slightly creepier light now, even though it's not. It's not creepy. What's going on? Is just, he's a brilliant comedian, freaking brilliant. I mean, almost untouchable brilliant. But it's you can't completely eradicate it. Having said that, I'm really enjoying watching it. Uh, part of it though might just be connected to the nostalgia for me. I don't know if anybody who's yeah. never watched a Cosby show could go, "Hey, let me go see what the sexual predator did." Because the fact of the matter is, he's only one of a bunch of really great performers on that show. Of course, right. Malcolm Jabal and Warner. Oh yeah, my just gosh! Watch it for Theo, man. Oh Theo, oh, about Theo. Who Vanessa for like the first three or four episodes calls Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> but he like in that first season with his squeak. Every time he, like, he squeaks, every time he talks, because his voice is start is just changing. You know what I mean? And he's such a young kid, and he's so freaking good. Uh, Keisha Knight, Pulliam, Rudy. I had such a crush on Rudy as a kid. You know what I mean? And she's a now she's just this adorable child. It's the other thing. I'm watching this from the par- from the parents' perspective now. I used to always watch the show from the kids' perspective. More, more of the kids' perspective. Now I'm watching it completely from the parents' perspective, and it's giving me like a whole new meaning to it. Plus, so it's one of those things where it's like I don't know if I could ever suggest that someone who's never seen it would get what I'm getting out of it, knowing what we know now. But having said that, I have been able to 85, 90 percent separate. Also, I've been in love with Felicia Rashad. She wasn't even mm, Rashad. Yeah. She didn't marry Ahmad Rashad till a couple seasons in. <laughs> so she didn't even start out as Felicia Rashad. But I don't know if y'all know this. I'm, I'm borrowing a line from Porkins' kid. But she, the pilot was shot with a different mom. But they reshot the pilot again with her. And it's still on the original set where the living room is like a third the size of the living room from every other episode. Anyway, mm. I, I am, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Huh. I really am. Welcome Jamal Warner, man. I love that. Guy. That dude, I love him every time. Like when I was watching, yeah, a, when I was watching the OJ show, whatever it was called, True Criminal OJ Simpson story, whatever the True American 
gothic horror uh, courtroom. OJ o- the the killinger. Yeah, the the killinger, the killinger of OJ. And Lady Gaga in there. Yeah. Uh that, <laughs> He's now on Grey's Anatomy now, right? I Am I supposed what? to know that? Is that show still on? Is that show still going? It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that show I do know that that show's still going, which I blows me away, but He he was in Sneaky Pete for like an episode or two. <laughs> I I love, still going on. I love Malcolm I Jamal know, Warner maybe. so freaking much, you know. And I, I don't know. I'm actually really enjoying the show all over again, all because Amazon Prime took away Family Ties. So you want to hear an interesting fact? I about- do want to hear an interesting fact. Okay, so he married Michelle Thomas, who played his girlfriend on Justine? the show. Justine, I think so. Because at first it was Christine, but later it becomes Justine. But I don't know uh, if it is in the the last season. Yeah, Justine is Justine. Yeah. Okay. So they got married, and then she died. What? Whoa. I did not know that. They got married in, in, uh, in 1994, but then she died in 1998. Oh, man, that sucks. I yeah, do remember the episode where he wanted to quarter. Here He was singing the blues... Cliff was teaching him to I sing the blues. He's like, Justine, she was awesome. <laughs> I always remember him in that shirt that didn't have the right sleeve length. That's the Gordon Cartrell. I just watched that episode last night and I was thrilled when it started because he got home. He's like, Dad, I got the perfect shirt for my date with Christine. By the way, that date, he was double dating on that date. At the end, who shows up? The dude that ends up playing Dwayne Wayne in a different world was his friend <laughs> oh, on the double yeah. day in that Gordon Gartrell episode where That's he had a Denise classic makes TV him, trope there. He yeah, he pays he pays like $98 for a shirt. Of course, you know, Claire has no problem with this, but she didn't realize it cost that much when she paid for it. Was it the silk shirt? Yeah. Gordon Gartrell, <laughs> silk yellow shirt, and Cliff tells him yeah. you gotta take it back. <laughs> and he says, I will give you thirty dollars. You go buy yourself a thirty. He's like, no, Fifteen-year-olds will have a ninety-eight-dollar shirt. Give him thirty bucks. Gives it to Denise. She makes him a shirt. It's awful. But then, of <laughs> course, the Christine is actually episode. really impressed by it when he accidentally walks in the room wearing yeah. it. Classic. There are so many classic episodes. I've, we should have a we should have a Funko Pop of that sweater. Oh, the Gordon Cartrell, <laughs> Malcolm Jamal Warner. I yes. would buy. I would buy that pop so fast. Even your pop buying asses heads would spin. <laughs> By, by the way, it's not uh, Grey's Anatomy. It's The Resident. The Resident. Okay. Also, Suits. Yep. Mike, you watching The yeah, Witcher? Suits. That's right. I, am, I am not. Witch it up, Mike. You got to witch it not, up, bro. But oh. uh, I may. You, you are I now. May. You will be I now. I just may. Do you like swords, Mike? Mike, do you like swords? Uh, sure. Do, do you like boobs? Do you like, okay, yeah. I love boobs. Do you like lady chests? Yes. Do you like monsters being slayed by swords? You yes. like? Do you like wizards <laughs> oh. making apples appear out of nowhere? Do you at like all? little girls screaming and making the earth crack in two? Sure. Hey, oh. spoilers! <laughs> God damn it! Do you like people with hedgehog faces? Okay. Like that. All right. You're in. Yeah, we got him. Hey, we got him. I maybe. Do you like level one D and D campaigns? Well, then this first episode <laughs> is for you. <laughs> oh man, he I, ain't I'm no level you, one. I know. Henry Cavill may be the only reason I watch that show. That's worth it. We'll see. It's worth it. Yeah. He's a pretty man. He, he may be He's the reason you start man. watching the show, but he won't be the reason you finish. Just to quickly follow up on what you were saying about Cosby <laughs> Show, though, man. Get it. I think the concept of separating the art from the you know yeah. the person, right? I think you have to do that nowadays. I mean, but people won't. I mean, we're, we're and they holding, won't, and they look, and they'll be as fine. a society. We're trying to hold ourselves to higher standards and things now, and and that's fine. And I think we're that's there's some good, even though 
some people take it too far. Yeah. And, 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 th- and this is why I'm saying that we need to come to that point where we can do this because the whole woke coach, woke cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It goes too far. And well, and it, it's also, it never, it only counts for some, right? Right. Every, every avant-garde show that I watch, somebody walks past a Gustav Klimt painting or someone has a Gustav Klimt poster sure. hanging. I'm like, do you know what that dude was like? He's a painter. Sure. He painted with gold right. and he was a drug addict and yes. he, and he like lived with prostitutes and dude, he was like, most- he was a perv. <laughs> But it's like it's like you know what I mean. Michael Jackson's music. I, th- that, I share well, that, that was with my kid be, all the time. I, Michael Jackson was actually was what was on my mind because for this past Christmas, one of my gifts was uh, actually a record player. Oh yeah, I've been wanting one forever. I've got. Oh, a vinyl. you're nice. such a hipster, dude. I, I know. I've got a vinyl collection, and I've Take never. I bought a record player before <laughs> after before it was cool. <laughs> I've had a vinyl collection and have never had a record player to play any of them on. And really? so my wife found me one, and it, it's been right great. Here. Come over and I have some tunes, bro. We'll, well, I got one now. We'll, we'll vape something. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have a but I have my, a record I want to play on your record player. Ooh, nice, nice. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I was I say, if you want to borrow, it now. you want to borrow any of my limited collection, you're welcome to peruse. Anyway, actually, I have to show you some of my 45s. I inherited my dad's collection. Oh, I have some cool dude. old shit, dude. So I had enough you 45s. Got any Sherry Lewis, uh, Sherry Lewis, <laughs> singing. That, this is that's that's what I've got. Lamb chop. I've got like the Turtles, Led Zeppelin. Oh, I've got Elvis. Oh, I got some lamb chop. I had up that in same there. kind of thing. I had like the Association. My mom, we had a bunch of 45s, and I had them hanging on a wire hanger for like decades. Yeah, because. Someday I was going to own a jukebox and I had <laughs> enough to fill it. like three jukeboxes. Nice. Right. And I had like, I had separated the metal hanger. So it hung on two places and just the 45s were all just draped across it. Yeah. And then I come home from college and she gave them all. Away. Oh man. I was so <laughs> mad. I'm like, mom, those are my records. She's like, um, those were my records. <laughs> <laughs> they were in my room. I was squatters rights. <laughs> but anyway, one of my albums is, is I've got Michael Jackson's thriller. And yes, I, was, I did too. I, I popped that sucker on and it was, it, man, that Sounds music is so no it's man. Death. It's timeless. <laughs> it's, it's awesome and it's timeless it and it's great. Timeless. And my kids listen to it. I am not an audiophile. <laughs> I'm more of an audiophile than the average person. I mean, I mean, heck, look at us. We're surrounded by microphones and, and, and <laughs> right, right, relative, right. medium expensive headphones. And stuff like <laughs> but after buying a record player and playing records, I, I'm not addicted to it. I don't try yeah, to buy stuff sure, on vinyl. Right. But there is, I, I hate saying it because it's cliche. There is a warmth. To the sound sure. that is somehow not defaultly there when you listen to digital. Maybe you can make it get there, but you just throw on an album and there is this fuller spectrum in the analog. To be honest, for me, it's... See, I don't know how it was when you... Because you guys are a little bit younger than me, but growing up, we had a record player bit? in the house. Oh, yeah, we did Yeah, too. we did too. Yeah, and we had several, or at least a couple. I mean, we listened to records a lot Dude, when I, I was had a kid. That, so I had that Fisher-Price orange and beige and brown one. <laughs> No, my parents just, had a big huge stereo. Oh, we boat. did too, the but in my room, unit. I oh, had the gotcha. little orange. Nice. And, yeah. So I mean, we listened to storybooks on that thing and everything. But I, I, I think for me, some lamb some, chop? I, I wouldn't call myself an audiophile. Right. I would call my myself nostalgic. Yeah. There you go. Fair enough. I, I remember. That's... I remember my sister and I sitting in front of the record player listening to the Fox and the Hound. Yes. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. I remember great. listening to all the religious music. It was like music machine. Music machine. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the best album art. Music like a comic machine. book. Music, music machine. machine. Like, like no other else. gadget that you've ever seen. Whatever you want to sing about. Put something in it and a song comes out. <laughs> 
Where we're we're chicka chicka bum bum. Where we're. Oh my god! All night, man. I can go all here's night. The, here's the funny thing. You two, us two, we're singing. Garrick knows these songs. I know he does. I know he does. Oh yeah. All right. So the record I that I want to play on your record player is Herb Albert. Uh, Herb Albert's Tijuana Brass. Oh, uh, whipped cream and oh. other delights. Oh man! Yeah. And here is the picture on the front of the album. I love, dude. See, I love. That's, that's one of the things. I, one yeah. of the reasons I love these I old wanna... albums is just the the, the big the art, album, the oh, artwork, the beautiful oh, artwork. Oh, yes. Now we're really dating ourselves, but <laughs> no. Remember how much time I took your last album that your band put out? Yeah, right. How much time I took to do the album art? Right, right. I put more into that than I think. I mean, I was a professional graphic designer for sure. a while. Right. And then that work stuff was nothing. <laughs> yeah. I put more nuance into that. Yeah. I'm like, I wanted it to be, to evoke an experience while you're looking through sure, it. Right. I said, I wanted to have a physicality, yep. but also sort of like a weird mysticism. And like, it was yeah. important to me. And I, I remember it, you yeah. guys were like so thrilled with it. I'm like, yeah. thank God. <laughs> I'm literally scanning my grandmother's old upholstery and stuff like that to get the right textures yeah. and things. I was going to say, I remember, yeah, the, the I mean, going out to eat and just talking, pulling out all the, the your portfolio and all the going through all yeah. the pictures and yeah. yeah, oh, good stuff. Oh so. man, that was like for me, that was like the last that hurrah of lost, album art. That is, a, I mean, as much as I love the portability of today's music, mm-hmm. I'm the, the the lost portion of that is the art. It even, sucks. Even it, just it, it makes sense, but it sucks right, to have right. left that all behind. But not even just not even the art, but just I mean, I remember getting a new album, even CDs when I was a kid. Yeah. And I would pull it out. I would memorize all the lyrics. Yep. I would memorize all the producers, every guy in the band. I, I, I mean everything. Wow. Everything nerd that I alert. could. Yeah, I know. I was a nerd. <laughs> nerd. Uh-huh. I was your nerd. Is this what, what we be this listening is to? Your, uh, Nostalgic moment talking. <laughs> this is yeah, one of the songs. Play the Papa Jim music. This is one of the songs on the record that we. Uh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. yeah, dude. Nice. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I gotta tell you. Uh, see, this is perfect. This is exactly the kind of music I want to listen to on vinyl, right? Yep. Yeah. But also. And this was a defining moment for me while we're talking about, we should probably do an episode about vinyl uh, or not. But when I was my first, like my first, like major girlfriend in high school, her dad had a vinyl collection. Yeah. And at that point, it's like 1997, 1998. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I started, I'm like, well, you got a bunch of Engelbert Humperdinck in here. Because every time I went to an antique store, they have Captain all the Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> or like, uh, who's the guy that had the Lawrence Welk show, like albums and stuff. And I pull out. Red I pull out yeah. someone who I had never heard of at the time. Jim Neighbors? I would know. I knew Jim Neighbors was. <laughs> Sadly, I had never heard of James Taylor. Oh. oh back, yeah. And I pull nice. out an original pressing of James. I believe it was an original pressing of James Taylor's Sweet Baby James. Ooh. It was an old the album art was like, you know, had crinkles and scratches and stuff. I pulled out the vinyl, which is almost flawless, and I put it on because I'm just like, well, let's just see. And I throw on Sweet Baby James, and musically, my life was changed. Yeah. Because in high school, music can affect you way different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does, yeah. And also, like, when we broke up and I was all depressed and stuff like that, I was like, (laughs) come on, James. Come on, JT. Take me home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just yesterday morning. You know what I mean? I was just going with James Taylor for years. Uh, Uh, Defining stuff. Well, I had a completely different um, docket, but I'm going to go with that, man. (laughs) No, I know. That was that was that was badass. Yeah. I like where yep. we went with that. Which Good means stuff, it's time, Mike. 
for some news. Well, my original docket's going to carry over to news. So. Actually, you know what sounds great now is having a scotch and a cigar and listening to this kind of music. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah. They used to play that song on Magic 104.3, the oldie station in Chicago when I was a kid. And I'd, it'd be like 10 o'clock and I was an insomniac when I was a child. It'd be like 10 o'clock at night and that song would roll on. And all those types of like late evening, King B, Ron Britton was a DJ at the late night at the time. <laughs> yeah, I remember all this stuff. And I remember like laying there listening to radio and, and those, he would play like the smooth oldies like that. It's like some of the jazz and some of the, like the smooth rock. And that stuff like evokes something like, you know, the stuff that's between sleep and awake kind of messes with you. And man, it just, rah. what about news? <laughs> <laughs> well, Star Wars episode nine in the news this week. Whoa. No. Whoa. Yeah. It made $3 at the box. So. Three and a half dollars. Oh, oh. three fifty. That's Loch Ness Monster money. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have lots of Star Wars tonight. We're going to start that off by talking some box office numbers. How did I know? Bring it on. Do we do a drum roll? Yeah. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As of this recording, the domestic gross sits at $463 million. The international... Gross sits at four hundred eighty-nine million for a worldwide oh. total of nine hundred fifty-two million dollars. Millions! So, wow, millions. that's almost a billion dollars. Billion! It sounds One like it's, it's slowed considerably over the past week. Um, I'm hearing like an 80 percent drop from last week. Oh, but guess what? That wow. first week drop. The first week dropped, but then it picked right back up because we're thing. right with the Christmas, first week, right? Yeah, it was not. Well, even then, the first week drop, as I understand it, did not come anywhere close to the precipice no. that the last shot. I no, 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 not even close. So, so it's but, interesting. Oh, it's, there's a lot of nuance. In that this. that said, though, it, well, yeah, and, and a lot of it has to do with with placement when the last Jedi came out, there was um, a whole week before the Christmas holiday. Oh, this uh, one was literally right before the Christmas holiday. Yeah. Christmas. So early. You That's had true. your, you had your weekend <laughs> and then you had the, the drop off on Monday. Um, but then the, I mean the Christmas, cause everybody was home for Christmas picked right back up. So yeah. um, that's why you didn't have as big of a drop. Uh, at least that's what the experts are saying in terms of um, last Jedi to <clears throat> rise of Skywalker. Um, it, it right now it's trending toward. I, they're saying it's going to limp across the billion dollar mark. Yeah, <laughs> limp across a it's, billion dollars. <laughs> Shut up! I know. Well, a billion you dollars. You know what? When you finish That's a, a marathon, it's still a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that said, how we're many ta- movies we're talking, have done a billion dollars? Well, we're talking Star Wars movies, so there's right. a different standard, uh, you know. Here, so it's not gonna it's not gonna hit. Um, at least at this point, it doesn't seem like it's going to hit Last Jedi numbers. Right. It will be nowhere near. I don't near, think any of us thought that uh, that would be the Force case. Awakens numbers. numbers. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there, it couldn't be. The critics, the people that really despise this movie for various reasons, we'll get into some of that here in our oh, next segment. Please, let's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say we the, like The critics it. are basically saying that, you know, you know, that this... Um, you know, is an indication of, you know, problems with Lucasfilm and things like that. Yes. Um, the, but, and yeah, I mean, there's truth to what they're saying, <laughs> but they're not but, saying it with the, with what I believe to be the true frame of mind. Well, but the, the thing of it is, the thing of it is, is this was the expectation going into this. Everybody, yes. it's, it's falling exactly where I think most people thought it would. Mm-hmm. Now, is that actually, the, I is think that it's the doing, ideal place? I believe it's doing slightly better. 
Do you? Most people thought it would because I, 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 I it's gonna if it hits a billion, that's where I thought it would just barely hit the billion. All the mark. people who love the Last Jedi thought it was gonna fail because of all the people who hated the Last Jedi, and all the people who hated the Last Jedi wanted it to fail. You know, or I shouldn't say that. I mean, like, I don't like the Last yeah, well, Jedi, and I, I really didn't want it to fail. Actually, there's I'm a glad lot. Of, it, there's a lot of nuance right there now. There is. It's, it's we'll, a whole lot of weirdies. We'll say because we've got some. Rise of Skywalker stuff to talk about in the next segment um, after we talk about Mandalorian. So um, maybe we'll get into oh, we're some of that. both tonight. Yeah, we're going to do both. Almighty, I didn't even know. I need to <laughs> read my notes next it. time. Yeah, no, no, no. So, um, well, I don't know. Maybe we could hit it here and, and just do Mandalorian next segment. I don't know. Let's up do, to you guys. Oh, let's, let's do a little rise, go. But let's keep it contained. Yep. Howie, put your stopwatch on. Because you wear good. a stopwatch. Okay. Oh, it beeps. So anyway, that's where we're at. Um, it, it's it's dropped considerably. We're already at the one-hour mark, so it'd be good to measure <laughs> it. <laughs> yep, it happened. It'll be interesting to see if it can uh, hit. Now, let me ask you guys. Let's do a quick uh, roundtable. I've seen it three times. Once, you guys? Uh, I really wish you hadn't asked this once? question. <laughs> yeah, why'd you do that, Mike? Well, yeah, once is not uh, uncommon for me. I have wanted I have a family. To, I have wanted to see this movie three times and I have seen it one time. Yeah, I'm with you. I am so upset because like and I told my parents, I said, let's just go see it on a weeknight. Like yeah, just the three right. of us, because my parents want to see it. And I'm like, let's I, I want to see it again. And I need an excuse to like shake my wife off my leg. Yeah. So, you know, but, but it she has, humps your legs constantly. I, I'm gonna, I should have married, I should have married a canine. <laughs> if you guys I'm just gonna Illegal. throw this out here. I've seen it three times. I want to see it one more time before it's out of theaters. Yeah. Uh, like, if you guys want to, let's go. Okay, I'm going to hit pause. We'll Dude, go see it. Time I've seen it I have theater, to watch the Joker. I, I have to watch the Joker wow. with my wife tomorrow night. But Sunday afternoon, oh, good luck with that. <laughs> okay. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, okay. I, she promised to we take you. Of course, would choose Sunday afternoon when I can't. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because you have other things. Well, all right, I, we'll hey, work Mike, it out. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. You and me Saturday, and then you two on Sunday. I guess that's fine. That way, both of us have a chance to see it with Mike instead of across the room from Mike. I just I'm thrilled that I'm He's at a point. Theo double date you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been thrilled that I'm at a point where I'm enjoying a, a Star Wars movie to the point where I want to go see it yeah. multiple times. Yeah, because yeah. it just uh, feels like it's been a couple of years since I've wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been a couple of years. Yeah, I honestly so. I, I really enjoyed the movie and I really want to see it again and again. I just haven't been able to make it happen. I just I I mean. I'll enjoy it, of course, and I'll buy it on Blu-ray and 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 I'll have it digitally. This may be the first Blu-ray I've bought in several years. Yeah. But I just I feel like I mean it's it's so cool, and I've seen it on some big screens. And actually, I, the last time I saw it was up in Canada, and we saw it on a big one of those big mega screens. Oh, like the real IMAX rather than well, the bullcrap. No, IMAX? it wasn't. I wish I no, I haven't had a real IMAX, but it was. I saw the that the the first one, oh, Force yeah. Awakens, and I'm real IMAX. Oh, really? Yeah, where. It, it took up the whole screen yep. at certain points. Yeah, right. It's interesting. So it was like one of the mega screens, like the big it's, old school. Theater. Yeah, it was well, one of the certain, big 3D certain, one, the modern 3D screens. There were so. certain scenes that were filmed specifically for IMAX. So oh, that's that, right. Like when yeah, they were Force running at the right, yeah. when they're running from the TIE fighters getting to the, the quad jumper, that expands to the entire wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> the entire thing where you, you like have trouble seeing all of them. Thing. Yeah, you have to look around. If we yeah. had a real IMAX <laughs> you have to turn around, your I'd head. like to. Yeah. But. I love the fact that that they call these like podunky, like 40-foot screens IMAXs around here. <laughs> I saw Frozen 2 in Chicago in a newer theater in an old Dominic's. And because uh, Dominic's is no longer a thing. 
and I couldn't believe the screen size. It was just a regular, you know, uh, you know, not even stadium style. I mean, kind of state it was, but not as dramatically vertical. Mm-hmm. But it still had recliners and stuff like that. Right. The uh, the screen was enormous. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, this reminds me of the old days when you had like two theaters, the big one and the little one. Right. Right. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. The less I was turned off by that. Remember when we went to we, we went to go episode see, one. Well, no, we two. we saw two. We saw two. Attack of the Clones in three D. True. IMAX 3D theater, except and it was it, too it, much. It didn't have the vertical seating that traditional IMAX has had. It was still like yeah, sort of sure, like, it was more stadium, yeah. right? Right, but it was a true. It was a, a that was a monster size. screen. It was a yes, it was. Screen. But there was too much on screen, and it was. It, I was just like, Bleh. we yeah. For your sake, should have sat instead of a third of the way back. But <laughs> I believe we should have sat approximately nineteen twentieths of the way back. I just I don't think that that was meant to, but. I mean, these these modern Star Wars movies, there's not as much on screen, thankfully. Star and Wars think, nowadays. And, well, heck, we even said <laughs> the, 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 the night that we saw it, we saw it in 3D, and the 3D was so not obnoxious. It was, yeah. it was refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> I, wow. the, we saw the most recent film. Yes. Yeah, that, that was a 3D adaptation that was trash. That was back when everybody was like, yay, 3D. Yeah, right. And so, like, they were just hacking 3D films together. And right. Not good. <laughs> right. Not good. So anyway, but it was uh, fun. That's where we are with the with the gross. Will it'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks if they can get to that billion dollar mark. And I like uh, I like how the budget was two hundred seventy five million, and they're going to make over a billion possibly. Yeah, absolutely. So like tripled their budget. I don't. There's well, no, no way this is a failure. I well, know. No, it, it depends on the marketing. Yeah, well, here's the thing. And well, we there, can, there was like no marketing for this. There, it, right, not like but uh, see, The Force Awakens. Where but see, was, you're hitting on something everywhere. here, Garrick. I mean, even though, I mean, it's going to be profitable. And, yeah. and it was, it was um, the marketing and the lack of merchandise in stores yes. was very intentional. Yes. Very intentional yeah. because they, they wanted. They dialed it back a lot. Yes, because they wanted to, to get the profitability going on yep. this. Um, and they didn't but, know if it was possible. But and, and so they did. But I mean, is that looking at it from the lens of Star Wars? Yeah. Is that a success or a failure? And some people are going to say monetary wise, it's a success. monetary. It's a, it's a success if you're Business looking at wise. The, right. Well, if you're looking long term Star Wars, yeah. Because and str- strategically, maybe not as much of a success. Because if you look at all their the films that they've released, the five films that they've released under Disney, <laughs> and you look at the box office, <laughs> right, the box, Rogue One was good. I love most of them. Well, here, here's the thing, but, <laughs> but still, the box office is trending down. Yeah, the Cinescore or like audience scores among aggregates are trending down. Yeah. Merchandise is trending down. Yeah, those aren't good signs. Yeah, Collider shutting down. They yes, they're <laughs> they're profitable, but they're trending down. Yeah. So you know, some things I think are going to have to change at Lucasfilm. But um, but yeah, no, it's not a failure. And and no. people suggesting made, that I it mean, is is with it's these stupid. movies, they they more than made the money back for the purchase. Yes, with with no a lot they're left just over. Shy. Well, no, no, no. They, they paid four billion. But for, you're only you, looking at yes. the numbers that you right. are concerned with. There are way more numbers yes. involved. Right. That it, you it's not just gross yeah. and what they purchased. No, it. I no. mean, but, well, with merchandising, like the first movie, probably uh, made it. If by all a lot, all reports that I've been seeing that are trying to take that real. Uh, macro approach is saying that D- Disney's still in the hole for like one point something billion dollars. I mean, they're going to get there. Oh, but, sure. I mean, in ter- sure if you're looking are. at pure gross, yeah. they're at, I think, 
5.7 billion over the five movies. Yeah. And they purchased it for four. So, I mean, if you look at that, you know, but, that, but you're right. It doesn't tell the whole story. The and whole the story gross, is the gross is not the net. Right. No, it's not. It's it's like, not. You have to get you have to That's get what the I've net. been doing wrong this and, whole time. Yeah, I know. How, we, we really need to sort DVD your investments out. You're like, wait a minute. I thought I was and, doing uh, great. I, but see, that's Uncle why Uncle Pop's taking my money. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying here. I mean, if you're trying to take a fair look at this, you know, from a macro perspective, yeah. you know, the investors in Disney have to be concerned that things are trending down. Because of those that what you're we're talking about, it's like if they're still trying to pay this off, you know, am, trying to make it work for I them. I am a firm believer that this has nothing to do with saturation. I'm I, a I'm, firm me too. believer. I believe, and, yeah. And I don't, I can't back it up. I'm going from the hip. I'm going from the gut here. Right. This has more to well, do. I can back with it up by the Mandalorian. Divi- <laughs> yeah, divisive quality. Right. The Last Jedi Resistance, like. That YouTube series that they crapped out that Garrick wanted to get excited about. Yeah. Like I like that series. Shut up. The it's the an issue it is with Zuko you've if you've got Avatar. diamond level material, you should only be putting out diamond level quality. Agreed. Now is is this latest movie diamond level quality? I don't know. I feel like they got they got real close to gold, which is closer. a major accomplishment. Right. They got closer. But they they can't shat out stuff. I feel like it. even though the numbers and the, the scores have trended down. Down yeah. up to Rise of Skywalker. The silver lining is I feel like with Rise of Skywalker, personally, I feel like they turned this corner. Yes. I think they realized that there was a problem and they tried their best and they salvage. Real, they made enough of a ship writing, just enough right. that analysts and in, internal analysts can look at that and go, this could have been way worse. Right. And on top of that, you've it got been the success of, of, oh. of Mandalorian. Mandalorian, I think all of them are still looking at themselves like, oh, my God, that was, we expected a success, but not like this. Right. Oh, you yeah. Know? So they didn't have I, any merchandise yet for it. I still say, right. I still, Crazy. I still want to believe that that was actually an internal strategic decision. I know, Mike, you don't believe that, but. I, well, no, I mean. Again, we didn't have much Rise of Skywalker crap either. But no, we really didn't. Oh, you mean yeah. in terms of merchandising? In terms of for, them choosing not to merchandise oh, because yeah. most of the toy leaks or most of the yeah, sure, early no, leaks come from toy. Yeah, but, I, but even even insiders, Filoni and Favreau have even said in recent interviews they had no idea this was going to be as, as successful as it is. We've been saying forever that Dave Filoni is a genius when it comes. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That Dave Filoni is a true craftsman who actually yes. loves and knows the material. Yes. We've been saying that forever. You couple him with someone like John Favreau, who yep. Goram knows the business. And and listens to people and that he knows yes, have knowledge. Yes, he is not egotistical and and yes. and can't, yes, right. John Favreau's a good dude, right? Right. For, for all we know. He's in swingers. I don't know. We might find out that he's also been roofing everybody from right. uh, yeah. oh, hopefully no. that's Jesus, not the case. No. Yeah. Yeah. no, I get it. I'm going with I worship book out. I don't I don't have a barometer apparently. But but no, they couple somebody who knows the the gig with somebody who knows the source, and went, oh, guess what? That actually can turn out something really impactful. We've been saying, I mean, as soon as Filoni gets out of Cartoon Land, we've been we say we right. wish they wish we get Filoni more involved. Yep. We wish you unlimited animation. Finally, he's boom, there. right, mm-hmm. right. 
I'm a little inebriated, so that's all right. That's all right. Well, moving on because we're gonna touch some more Star Wars here in just a moment. But real quickly, um, from the past week, um, Ricky Gervais in the news. This week. <laughs> is it Hit Ricky it. Gervais? Hit it. Right, Hit it. My yeah. Um, how would you say? Gervais. I would say Ricky Gervais because he's oh, not. Gervais. He's not the way he says he's not it. Latin American. <laughs> yeah, he says Ricky Gervais. So. He says uh, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ricky in the news this week. Um, off his uh, big Golden Globes uh, hosting moment. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and his, uh, his fifth moment. He doesn't care. The the funny thing is, is like nobody, and I mean nobody, was talking about the Golden Globe. No, nope, nobody it cared. Nobody gave a damn. So many people are over they, award <laughs> shows. They're all they're all bombing. They're all right. trending way. Down. And what was it like Monday night, Tuesday night? Like all of a sudden, people nobody's watching it. No one. Everybody's on Facebook, kind of just flipping through their phones. And while like, the program was still on. <laughs> Twitter, suddenly a nuclear explosion happens. It's like, wait, what? what's going on? And I'm literally watching a cut video of his opening monologue while the show is still going on some rando Twitter account. I laugh from the bathroom. And my wife, who's in bed, texts me. Yeah, it's pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Knows exactly what I'm looking at. Right? So, yeah, I started seeing these reports come in. I'm like, what is this? And then I click on and, and watch that opening monologue. And, oh, my God. He said, oh he said what a lot of us are thinking. <laughs> Have been thinking for a long time. So, yep. uh, Ricky Gervais, for those who don't know, has hosted the Golden Globes now, what, five years in a row? Something like that? None in a row. It's not in a row. Not in a row. Okay, so, so five times, something like that. So um, so he's not a newcomer to this. And he's always been pretty, I mean, he's he's provocative. He's got an edge. He's a comedian, yeah. first of all. Yeah, also, so, yeah, he's a funny dude. Uh, so he's, you know, comedians tend to look at life. He was life in the office. And Good comedians. Good comedians. Yeah, and they, they look at why it's things are funny. And how yes. to you know put this funny spin on? They're good observers. Yes, the um the, that, the good ones comedy. are the good yeah. ones are from Howie. Yeah, <laughs> and the good I know like because I play one on TV. That's true. You're Seinfeld. I am. What's the deal with Pure Leaf Tea? <laughs> What's with airline peanuts? <laughs> Why do they give you this little packet of peanuts? So personally, I think <laughs> him, being, <laughs> him, him being from from. Britain and not from the United States, I think gives him a perspective, maybe, and maybe, and probably a little a extra allowance. Yeah, and maybe some allowance <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, maybe other comedians couldn't get away with. And yeah, if, uh, you say, if you say things with a British accent, it's okay. Yeah. It's always no, is. it is. That's why they, <laughs> can say the C, they can say the C word all they want. All day. Oh, long. yeah. So he had a couple Wanka. of big moments. I want to need you to clarify what the C word is. Cracker. Okay. <laughs> oh, I said cracker. It. I so say that you, all the time. I don't care. I don't care. I don't okay. care. I don't care. <laughs> so if you have not heard this, we're not going to play any clips. We're just going to refer you, you know, go check it out on YouTube. Check out the uh, the opening monologue. And then he had another big dig toward the end. The Harvey um, Weinstein. If you, uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you. Um, search the um, Ricky Gervais, Gervais <laughs> bird, bo himself. bird box joke. Um, yeah. That'll it'll pop up yeah. and uh, the, the mentioned Baby stuff. Yoda. The, that was fun. Yeah, the priceless 
likeness of the faces of the people in yeah, the this oh is my gosh. Tom that's Hanks part will of be why, memed for all time. That's part of why like we were saying, like, should we play the audio? I'm like, no, because seeing the faces is epic. Like we should I encourage mean, people to go. The watch. monologue is quite funny. Yes, it is. Pure hilarious. and simple. Whether yeah. or not you agree with what he's saying, I don't care. They're jokes. It's funny. Also, I agree with what he's saying. Really? At the, <laughs> at the end of the day, what it is, it's it's what most of us think, but just you he's know, basically we, we just telling Hollywood. Hollywood elites. He's not right. talking to the tech people in the nope. back of the room. Nope. He's talking to the people in the front mezzanine. Right. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> That's more or less what he's saying. Sure. But right. he says it in a much more evocative and funny way. <laughs> get, get off the stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank your agent. Thank your God. And get the F out. Right. <laughs> or the right. F off. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are some bleeps. So he does, he does put them in their place. Basically says, you know, people really don't give a damn yeah. what you think. You're not educated. You don't. You, don't, even, you have no idea what you have real no life. expertise. The best line. The best line. A lot of you have less schooling than Greta Thunberg. Yes, <laughs> right. And it's funny because it's true about people on the stage that yes, night. Right. <laughs> I know. Which is yeah. It's funny. He tells them yeah. Take your war. Thank your God and go home. Yeah. And then they proceed to do exactly what he says. Uh, some of them. <laughs> so that's, yeah, a some lot of them. Of them right. A lot of them were classic. And actually, I want to call one out. We didn't discuss this oh, before. Yeah. Calling them out. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres got the Carol Burnett award sure right and okay again carol burnett was like second like bill cosby was like top slot carol burnett was a very close second for me mostly because carol burnett show and all that had already happened when i was growing up mostly yeah cosby was happening was happening but i worshipped carol burnett as well and so i loved when they created that award for her last year and this year the first recipient after her was ellen degeneres ellen's acceptance speech Brilliant, perfect, yeah, absolutely. Right. My favorite part was when she thanked her husband Mark, <laughs> <laughs> nice. because it's been such a crazy ride. <laughs> and of course, you know Portia's down there just dying laughing. It, it, she, I, I, words cannot express how much I love Ellen DeGeneres, and she did such a wonderful wonderful acceptance speech and she even talked about how because she's getting a special award she doesn't have to wrap up her speech it can keep going on but she's not going to do that because she respects everybody's time so then she starts talking about where she was born and what the weather was like <laughs> at the time of her birth and, and i don't want to ruin all the jokes so i won't say yeah, anything more about it but stuff. you need to watch her acceptance speech she is such a class all right yeah that's good stuff <sighs> but not only did did gervais you know call out you know the the stuff that we all think but you know we just pretty much ignore with mm -hmm. with hollywood people but but he went deeper than that i mean he really he hit on the the, the weinstein scandal jeffrey and, epstein or and, yeah, yeah epstein and yeah. and you know basically i know he's your friend i don't care right i mean basically <laughs> was basically calling him out for the hypocrisy yes and i i think that's what i appreciated most probably that is what it's i like appreciate about of, him too we get a lot of from from the hollywood folk we get a lot of preachy preachy and the worshiping media shills right Right. I don't mind saying. Right. There's a lot and, of uh, industry shilling out. You know, I, yeah. So every once in a while, I think those folks need to get knocked down a peg or two. You know, it's like. Better to hit them in a group than attack them one on one because then right. it's just a fight that everybody wants to publicize. No. And you know what? As a group, Again, at fine. the end of the day, he's a comedian. They were jokes. And everybody he's not had a laugh. singling everybody no, out. Although, again, again, the fact that they show Tim Cook right before he makes the Apple sweatshop joke. Ooh. Tim Cook, you know, he owns he's yeah. a he's a he's a head of Apple, CEO yep, of Apple, right. and they're there because of uh because of the morning show, which I don't mind saying <clears throat> I'm not all the way through it. 
is surprisingly You're digging that, aren't you? Surprisingly good. I mean, <laughs> good. But Tim Cook's right there, and then he dogs on Apple running sweatshops, and he has a line about saying, right. if ISIS started a streaming network, you'd call your agents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to wonder, you guys, man. Things are you crazy. You watch uh, An Idiot Abroad, season yep. three. has has uh, Warwick Davis in it. Oh, nice. Season three specifically. Okay. <laughs> well, you can watch them all. Well, boys, but that's all I had for I don't know. Oh, my Where's gosh. Time to talk about some Porkins Bite of the Week. I don't know if y'all know this, but previously you've discussed how Warner Herzog in The Mandalorian, when they <laughs> said they was going to replace the Yoda puppet with CGI, he called them cowards. Well, it yeah. goes deeper than that. Deborah Chow talked about how it was so strange to direct Werner Herzog with the puppet because in between takes, he'd turn to the puppet and start talking to it like it was a real child. How <laughs> <laughs> nice. are you a little child? You know have what? I, have I told you guys how excited could I am? You, do you Sorry. think you could be in the room with Kermit the Frog and not talk to Kermit? Do you think you would actually want to talk to the person with the hand up his butt? No, you're going to talk to Kermit. Dude, the no, you're you're completely right. Talk to hand butts. <laughs> you're completely right. And on another note, mm-hmm. I'm totally excited about Deborah Chow and the well, only one series. I'm just saying. Can we just play some music? Let's play some music. Let's 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 go. Go. Let's Hey! Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. She's the next wing pilot. We are so sexist and we apparently are racist that we are so excited about Deborah Chow. <laughs> be all those things. <laughs> yes, uh, that's she true. directed one or two of them last couple episodes. I'm just saying. Episode three. Um, no, she she did, I think, seven. Seven did, and, yeah, seven three and, and or eight. Three so. and seven. She did three also. as well. Yeah. Episode, Not episode three. three of the movie. No, 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 no. We'd be way less excited about Deborah Chow. All right. So, preface all this. <laughs> we're we're going to be talking some, star, some more Star Wars tonight, right? Episodes. We're gonna we're gonna kind of flesh out. It's coming um, hot and heavy. The show's called Fly Casual. Get used to it. <laughs> Get so your we're gonna uh, we're gonna finish up uh, some thoughts S-Pod. with the uh, Mandalorian right. series. We're gonna talk a little bit about Rise of Skywalker, some of the reactions there, and then maybe ask a couple questions like. What's next? Mando. So let's hit Mando, man. I think we Clone Wars? we've <clears throat> we've reviewed everything except the last three. Does that sound right? Sounds so six, seven, and eight. Probably. The best Probably, ones. maybe. Don't don't ask me to remember Not stuff really. right now, Mike. All right. So Not chapter wise. chapter six was the prisoner. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Heist. Yeah, it was. Got ice. Heist. Not a stormtrooper. <laughs> I can't, did we talk this one? I can't remember. I felt like seems we like did. maybe we I think did. We did. I don't know. We talked enough we over the holidays. We did outside of the podcast okay. as well. We did. Okay. I'm not a storm. I wasn't a stormtrooper. <laughs> this is the Bill Burr episode <laughs> and and uh, talks. Yes, I, I remember talking Bill talks. Burr so hard. <laughs> God, I love that man. He was that beautiful ginger man. Role. What's that? He was decent in uh, whatever role he was playing in that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he did good, Imperial man. sharpshooters. Yeah. It was yeah. a good episode. If we've covered it, I don't want to hit that again. And we so. had a Deveronian. Yeah, it was we did. Clancy Brown, baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Clancy Brown, the Kurgan. Yeah. The Kurgan Deveronian. <laughs> I think we totally to- totes Probably. talked this uh, episode, so. Yep. 
Um, so anyway, so we'll hit uh, F7 and F8, which were kind of a two-part the season finale. and redemption. Yeah. Ooh. So finally... We get to meet Chicken Guy, right? Yeah, Chicken Guy. Good old good Chicken, chicken Man. Chicken Man. Man. Gus Fring. <laughs> yes. Hey, Gus. Gian- Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Oh, nailed it. Yep. Well, I, I nailed it. Chris, Chris Hardwick Moth leans harder into the... He's like, Giancarlo. Every time Chris Hardrick says it, it makes my butt pucker. <laughs> it's like it's like the it's like the news reporter on the fam, on Family Guy that has like the nine names that she says and like the... <laughs> Wait, no, no, I'm thinking not. I'm sorry. I got the wrong show. Not Family Guy. It was yeah. on Married with Children. Oh, nice. Same show. Yeah. Similar. <laughs> there, are, there are similarities. Arguably the same show, yes. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. I, all I remember is that her last name was Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the reckoning, we uh, have the Mando uh, heading back to, geez, I keep forgetting the name of the planet. The planet where it all started. Navarro. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's, Navarro. I, I was gonna say it's some gaming press last name, and it is Alex Navarro, <laughs> is who I always think of. Uh, so they head like, back. Yeah, Grief Carga calls him up. He's like, hey, buddy, you yeah. know, I know you shot me yeah. and like tried to kill me and stuff, but hey, we're cool. You may be surprised <laughs> to hear this. <laughs> oh, a very man. preachy tone. <laughs> I love that character so much. So they too. come up with a plan to, to be able to off... Werner Herzog, right? Yeah. And uh, take care of the the problem with, um, you know, basically them wanting the child. Yep. He's going to let him. him back into the guild, give him amnesty. Yep. So they get there and uh, turns out Werner Herzog isn't really pulling the strings so much, right? Well, actually, <laughs> they get there and it was all a trap. But because Baby Yoda had done up and finally gets his force heal out. Which we suspect is why the episode was moved up to air the day before the Rise of Skywalker. True. Yeah. Because Baby Yoda's first one that we're seeing in like a major on-screen live action thing to actually use the use that's the right. force to heal somebody. You're right. So they're camping. Straight up Wolverine style. Right. So they're yeah, camping the and there's an first attack. Time, first time I've ever seen Red or anything like that. No, we, well, no, we've, had accelerated, we've had acce- accelerated healing, but it usually oh, involves like, like meditation. Sure. Not like right. just like zip, yeah. zip, zip. Yeah. Usually involves like back to spray or men Kilgall and Tech Lee flapping their yeah. little yeah. mandibles sure. all yeah, over. That was, that was straight up weaving your flesh back together through the force. Yeah, yeah, it was straight like, up. Were they weaving baskets? They were weaving lightsabers, flesh force baskets. And I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say this. Some people had a problem with that. You know, saying, like, "Oh man, these were force abilities we've never seen before." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's supposed to. And, it's supposed to stagger <laughs> you, right?" Well, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, these are force abilities we've never seen before. Yeah. Hooray, <laughs> guys. It's going to be okay. Someone's trying. It's like at some point we've got to expand the lore, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. so somebody's got to take the step. Uh, so far, all of our expansion has been just kind of retreading old yeah, stuff right. that wasn't even that impressive. Right. It's like, yeah, been there, done that well, plus a hundred times I mean, more. think about it. What was the fun stuff when we'd read the old legends? When we'd see Luke or someone else do Flow something walking. we'd never seen them do before. Yeah. You know, oh, my Luke. gosh. Like, flow walking, just messing things <laughs> up. Yeah, flow yeah. walking. Yeah. Heck, absorbing, even, absorbing and dissipating energy was a... Was, was a really big deal, yeah. Really awesome. Or or completely and accidentally and casually casting such a such an amazing illusion that no one realized yeah, that it was right, an illusion. Yeah. Katarn, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Cornhorn, no, Cornhorn, yeah, yeah. Just right. suddenly going like, oh, oops, I thought I was doing it too. Those <laughs> nope, were it was all fake. <laughs> those were amazing moments, yes. you know. And yes. so 
finally we're starting to see somebody, you know, ballsy enough to do something different yeah. on screen. So. Because I mean, the whole point, those books back in the legends, it was like the, 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 the writers were chomping at the bit to say, let's see what happens when these people who are all using the force together stumble into something new yep. and how they are, especially the Corrin horn scene in I Jedi, especially yep. that yep, one, yep, yep, yep. the boulder lift, mm -hmm. even Luke doesn't realize at first right. that it's, that it's so powerful. It's that so powerful even that Grandmaster Luke doesn't, doesn't even, realize it's right. not real. And they have to think about it after right. it happens because Corrin Horn can't move crap <laughs> yeah. with his mind. Right. He's not and, telekinetic, but he, but can he could pr put project out a an image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and it was amazing because the authors were sensitive to it and writing it. The movies can't really give you that mental right. connection to it. They just kind of right. have to depict it and move on. Right. So if we're going to have this, it's kind of, it is kind of cool. And for, I must say fortuitous. I, I it may be there. Maybe there was some intention <laughs> to it to have <laughs> baby Yoda and then Ray do this within 24 hours. Of right. Yeah. That know. was amazing. Yeah. Good planning. Well, I love, just, if, if it was love, planned, good planning. <laughs> yeah. I love grief. Cargas reaction. Like he's, he's like, Oh, I'm going to die. He's going to eat me. He's going to eat me. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah. So there's an attack. He's injured. You know, the baby's coming up to him. He's going to eat me. He's going to eat me. Yeah. Oh my God. About that. Don't you know. He's such a wimp right then. It hurts so much. Uh, the baby's going to eat me. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. So good. No, it's great, though, because, so because I, I don't know. I just feel it's like great because it's, we know we know he's like a, a sentient being. Yeah, but right. to them it's kind of still up yeah, in the it's air. Still like, just a pet. But <laughs> I, well, I mean, for me on a broader scale here, I, I just have loved the humor. I love the humor in Rise of Skywalker, and I love the humor in the Mandalorian because it feels more appropriate to Star Wars. I, you know what? I feel like that line "He's gonna eat me" wasn't in the script. Yeah, and it, maybe it wasn't, but but and I, it just, is a little out of place, but it's still charming. But coming off of, I mean, because we've we even Our joked weather. about Force Awakens and <laughs> how, I mean, that was a little, and then Last Jedi took it off the charts, you know, in terms of out of place humor. But I really feel like now we're getting to a point where the humor is starting to be appropriate to Star Wars. Yeah, they're like, starting oh. to figure out maybe slapstick or sitcom level lines aren't the way to do right, this, right? Maybe it's just situational in, it's, it's humor. Situational react and like little reactions. Right. Like yep. it's gonna eat me. Like I said, it's a little out of place, but it's just a little a little reaction. That's right. all it is. Yep. It yep. doesn't feel like this was placed here to evoke humor. Like right. oh, yeah. what wipe, a drag. Yeah. Probably wipe that, wipe that favorite, look off your face, three PO. Uh, I'm not sure if it's my favorite scene no, in the whole series. Wipe that look off your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it comes in the last episode. Uh but it's the with Carweathers and Baby Yoda's interaction. Yeah. Are yeah. priceless. Yeah. yeah great. Do the wavy hand thing. Do the magic do the magic hands. Yeah, thing. The magic hands. <laughs> and, like, and he starts waving at him. I'm out of ideas. I'm like, I don't care the fact that I don't believe Grief Karga has ever seen the baby, the child do anything telekinetic. So, no, and I don't know it. that they ever stopped and took a break. So the man who could say, okay, let me tell you everything the baby no, did. It doesn't matter. Cause the, that scene was funny. Sure, he right. stopped the flame trooper by projecting the flames. back. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. I remember. Thank right. you. Thank I was like, you. do yes. that with the, the thing. Okay. There was a, well, I'll talk about that when we get to the second or the last episode, but I don't, I'm, I'm cool. If we talk about them holistically. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a big, huge mess up in, uh, in the last episode. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you guys caught this or maybe I'm yeah. ignorant. 
So this could be either oh, way. If you're ignorant, we'll let you. I hope you do. <laughs> oh, this don't is worry Star about Wars. That, buddy. So <laughs> they're trapped in the bunker or the the, the store or whatever yes, it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, what? How, I can't remember exact events, but basically at some point they, they blow the door off. Yeah. And that's when Baby Yoda does a fire thing, right. I believe. But then they go out when the IG-11 comes whipping through or they go out and they start fighting whatever yeah then when they come back in they have to open the door wow oh. but the door is already blown off maybe it just blew it back into the it's a self-repairing door but then the door is gone <laughs> clearly you're not aware of the self-repairing door but then the door, door is gone lore. later <laughs> yeah it was it was in the doors of Dathomir I'm surprised you never read that oh, right. it's a Midichlorian door <laughs> it was a backup door yeah yeah it was the blast doors door they blew yeah, up the, the regular door, door which triggered the blast door open the blast door open the blast door done Printed, right. nailed it. There it is. Nailed it. Got to retcon that stuff. Yeah. Someone will. Right. <laughs> Someone absolutely will. All right. So yes, they finally get to Werner Herzog. They're they're getting ready to perform the assassination. Make you know bring everything to an end. And, and I, then... I I don't know if you how you guys felt about like so. Grief Karga is telling him, oh, there's only four stormtroopers. You'll be all yes. right. That's yeah. great. And, like, and then the Kara's... bus the bus doors open up and the five oh first pour, pours out. <laughs> like Kara, there's like this running gag where Kara just like looks at him. Keeps looking like, at four, him. Yeah. Yeah. four, four storms. You said there was four. <laughs> there's more keep piling well, in. I love it because four? when they first get there, there's four and he goes, See? Yeah. Four. Yeah, like, See, and then I they sit you. down and four more walk in. Yeah. And then she starts giving him the, the stink eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually I actually loved this because when watching the episode. I remembered back to celebration at the panel for Mandalorian and Dave Filoni and, uh, and, and uh, John Favreau were thanking the 501st because they realized when they were shooting a scene in a show that we've not seen yet, right. at one point they needed a lot of stormtroopers and they didn't have them. And shows do have budgets and time restraints. Yeah. So they, they called, didn't have the costumes. They didn't even the have people. the costumes. So they put a call out yeah. to the 501st and all these people from all over the area poured in. Yeah. Amazing. To shoot a scene, and I they were thanking them. And so here we are, the second to last episode, the end of the second to last episode of the season. And I'm like, oh, this is the scene. This yeah. is <laughs> because yeah. suddenly the old the old transport toy that Kenner designed that had nothing to do with the movies back in the 80s that yeah. we've seen in Rebels. Yeah. Comes yep. cruising in. The, got the Z-Web yep. coming and on. Just, and it's mind you, trooper mind transport. you, Filoni loves that thing enough that it was in like the second episode of Rebels. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It pulls up and all yeah, the stormtroopers just yeah. pour out and I'm like, it's the 501st because these dudes, they're not dirty like the locals. All right. They are clean and nope. crisp. So, so Moff Gideon makes his big entrance yep, in, his, in his TIE fighter. What did you guys think about the TIE fighter? That, the folding oh, wing yeah. TIE fighter. Yeah. I wet myself. Here's, here's, <laughs> I wet myself, myself right now. Here's my, here's my <laughs> I issue. I wet myself thinking yeah. about it. This is nuanced, but, and I, but, it, but it's not long. I, Corey, you're wrong. Probably. <laughs> I wanted to see something like this from the TIE fighters in Rebels. Like, I hated the fact that in Rebels, TIE Fighters just landed on their foils. You know what I mean? They yeah. Went, I think they, didn't, the, didn't the Inquisitor's TIE do something similar? Yeah, yeah. No, remember. that's true. But it was a different style of TIE Fighter. And but it, they but always see, back, landed on their foils. No, like, back in uh, back in the days of, like, TIE Fighter and stuff like that. Well, I know they were hung, right? They were, they were, like, in a, uh, what, like, a conveyor, like, sling. And the but yeah. basically and they hung the sling the, yeah they and then it just, would move it over would move over and the sling would release and they drop down and scoot right. out, 
but in, Last the, Jedi, in the right? sequel film, no, I'm talking about like Tie Fighter the game. Well, yeah, but they did that in Last Jedi or the in, in Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Suddenly, yeah. Tie Fighter. Well, they were mounted to the wall, but they were yeah. also just parked on their foils. And Rebels did that too. Yeah. And I, I've never really liked that. So I would have liked more consistency, but they addressed it in a way that I find way more appropriate. I don't want that to be exclusive to this TIE fighter, how the wings fold so it can land. Really? See, no, custom, I, I want that to be to that more of, fighter. no, I want, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's make this job. as many TIE fighters as possible because I hate that whole dink, dink here, jump. I see it as I see it as that this was a modified Tie Fighter for Moff Gideon. What is he have like R three knees? As a Vader has his modified Tie. Now I I want this I, to me. This they is so much more money practical. To, the, they don't have enough money to yeah. get to modify. Do you have any anymore. idea how much we're spending in hinges? My God! <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna point this out. This is this is the stuff I love about Star Wars and why we fell in love with Star Wars mm-hmm. because we can discuss and and debate this crap. Yep, and it's been. It feels like it's been a long time since we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> We've been debating other stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh but, thank but God no, we're back to the point these where. These stupid little details yes, that right. we're just like, no, I like it. No, I would have liked it more if this. <laughs> no, I want all TIE fighters to do. Actually, I want all Imperial TIE fighters to do this from now on so we can even more go, man, the first order was really stupid. They didn't even have the folding wing TIE fighters. <laughs> they're cheaper to make without the folding wings. Yeah, the folding wings, there's a, it's an extra option. You have to buy a higher. Trim level, yeah. All right, so <laughs> the sat nav. Now the I interesting, want wings that go like this, thing. not like this, not like this, not like this, this. <laughs> not like this. Not like this. <laughs> um, now, uh, Moff Gideon, he knows all their names, right? Yeah, he does. I was gonna say that so, was crazy. So the Moff makes uh, makes his big entrance. Yeah. Well, he first they waste. The, yeah, they waste the, the stormtroopers and Werner oh, Herzog. Yeah. Werner Herzog yeah. is toasty, gone. And uh, so all that's left is uh, our. You well, know. they would have wasted the other ones, the the you know the Mandalorian and the rest of the crew. Our the, heroes, but they were smart enough to duck. hide. Yeah, duck. <laughs> well, they, they did waste one of our heroes. They rolled for initiative and won. Howie. Yeah, they did. Howie, they did waste one hero. Unfortunately, yeah. not yet though. Not no. Yet. At this point, it was so at anyway, the end of the first episode. It's, it's like seconds Pretty after long. what we're currently describing. Okay, so yeah, so the moth makes his interest. Yes, and he calls the Mandalorian out by name. Yep, and I don't remember what it is. Um, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Sorry. Star Wars words. Elliot. Not Poe Dameron. Elliot. Yeah, it was no. like Jin, Jin something. Urso. Maybe someone Jin can look so. it up while we're, while we're oh, talking. Oh, you want me to do this? Maybe. So anyway, so yeah, he calls him out and uh, basically saying, uh, you need to give us the prize or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to. Kill Actually, he knows they don't have the prize. Right, he's already saying but that he the doesn't prize have is it a, yet, which is why they about credit, to be in his possession. Right, which is says. why they credit it with them being still alive. It was alive. Dim Jaren. Dim Jaren, right? Okay, and basically, there's a moment where um, it's spelled like Dijin, because they're they're like Grief Karga is like it's like no, that dude's dead. It's like he's not alive. He died at such and it's, such. It, they yeah. said he got executed, executed for war crimes. Yeah, for war crimes, which we're now under the impression that were war crimes that part of which were been per- perpetrated against the Mandalorians. Against the Mandalorians, right. And the reason he says he knows that that's Gideon is because he called him by name. And yep. he's not heard that name since he he's, was a child, mm-hmm. basically when yeah. he took the oath, right? Or he's, took he's the creed. his Kara's full name, too. Right. 
Right. And we find yeah, out she's from Alderaan, which yep. yeah. is Now you know why awesome. she was so quick to take the job when she found out it was against an Imperial. About the Imperials, She took yeah. no convincing right. after that. Yeah, because they done blown up her world. Yeah. That's that, cool. I thought I that was smart. Because I, brought, know, I thought it was a little salty. on the nose that she took it so quick. Oh, Imperials, yeah. I'm in. And then she's and from Alderaan, and right. I'm like, you're like oh, <laughs> they sorry, Cardoon. They killed all my people. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, love that arc. And uh, so they know it's it's the moth. And um, then, unfortunately, at the end of the the episode seven, right? So we he's alluding to the fact that the prize will be in his possession soon. So we have the uh, two biker scouts that are heading out toward the ship. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, Quill. they had they yeah they, they kill be- Nick Nolte. They kill oh, Quill, man. Quill. Yeah. Oh, I have I have spoken. You have fallen. They, I loved. I, I loved that character, and I loved yes. how they killed him. I did by yeah. not showing it. Yeah, right. It's, it's like more impactful if you don't yep. see it. It's, yeah, it was perfect it's because religion. Well, and it 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 added to the tension, right? Because you're yeah. like, did he make it to the ship? Did he not make it to the ship? And then all of a sudden, you see this little bundle. Is that smoke coming out ground, from him? A nice bowl of soup. And yeah. then you see the biker scout swoop him up, and you're like, no, what? Yeah. And then the next scene, you see him just laying there, and yeah. you're like, no, Sucks. you know, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was sucky. And then that character I, was just so well thought out too. So I good. mean, the fact that he was an Ugna and he had, you know, and basically he sounded like Nick Nolte. Basically, <laughs> that really helped a lot. Well, just the fact that he purchased his freedom and he was yeah. a free man now, and yeah. he was making his own decisions for himself, and he and didn't just, want to go out working with anybody. He just wanted to stay there because he knew that the outside world was trouble. Just the fact that he died a free being was yeah. awesome to me. You start crying like, again. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna start crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great character, man, yeah. and perfect use of, of the character. And uh, so we, I'm at hoping the end he comes back seven, as a force ghost, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I've never studied this <laughs> for some reason. I'm blue and translucent. <laughs> I have spoken. So at the end of the episode, we see the biker scouts, you know, swoop them up and then take off. So we're like, left to like, swoop them up like, like, like a trapper keeper, man. Yeah. There was, they didn't even care. Because it was it was tag and bank. All right, apparently. So, so last episode here, then, which leads us into the first scene of the last episode, where Tag and Bink, the biker scouts, are having the most comedy. It was good. Stuff. We have oh, seen in Star Wars goodness. since the holiday special. Also, better comedy <laughs> again, than we yeah, saw. Again, well conceived too. I'm man. sitting there going. I'm sitting there watching this. I'm going. Are we really doing this? <laughs> this scene feels like it was written by Kevin Smith. Are we really <laughs> doing really this? And then, and then halfway through it, I'm like, I'm okay with this. Yeah, I was too. It, yeah, it was. It was you just think, perfect. You think it's hungry? You just want to see it. No, it might. What if it's dying? What if it's dead? You don't, you don't know. You don't even you know. Should, you just want to look at it. N- no. I remember having these types of conversations with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I remember having these types of conversations while role playing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So the best is, though, they're sitting there arguing about it, and then they radio in to say, hey, you know, can we bring him in yet? Mm. Well, no, he just killed another officer. <laughs> <laughs> just to prove a point. Yeah, yeah. interrupting So him. they're like, oh, man, he killed another. Jeez, he's like, this he's guy. like, do you really want to? After he just killed a guy, you, you really, sure? You sure you want to take it to him? And uh, you, you don't, don't like, know if he's alive. They keep punching. Did you him. learn that lesson? <laughs> yeah, they're punching Baby Yoda. Oh. What? They deserve to die at the hands of a robot. 
Yes. So what, <laughs> what did you think beautiful. about target practice, by the way? Oh. <laughs> he shakes Very his, his uh, laser blaster Shooting pistol. Shooting their scout blasters like, and uh, can't hit something like 10 feet away. Can. Okay, so we also find out after the fact that uh, these are who? Tag. Well, they Jason are an ode to, yeah. Jason Sudeikis oh. and. I don't know. They were. I forgot. Yeah. Adam Pally. Adam okay. Pally. Okay. So yes. yeah, the, these were uh Jason Jay, Sudeikis <laughs> and yeah. And and they were an ode to Tag and Bink. Right. The characters from the comics who right. have been popularly <laughs> sort of the as Garrick has pointed out, the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern sure of enough. Star Wars. Yes, yes. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I wonder stuff. sometimes when we say Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, if we're talking over the heads of 70% of people. Okay, Hamlet people. Right? Yeah, they're from Hamlet, but <laughs> go look them up. They're the, they're the goofy Laurel and Hardy of Hamlet. And then, book. And then playwright yeah. Tom Stopper wrote one, go in my school. opinion, one of the most brilliant comedies <laughs> of all time about those two characters. Demand an they're education. Like the, they're like the R2 and C3PO of the Star Wars. Yeah, go. honestly, that R2 and 3PO <laughs> would be like the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Star Wars sure. until Tag and Bing showed up. There you go. So There you go. Yeah. All right. So that's how we start the episode. And then uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> The nurse droid shows up, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> hey, so IG-11 hand, is back, hand baby. Hand over the asset. It is in my charge. I am programming nursing. It's like, you're it's a hunter. Murder, what are you talking about? You're a hunter. Aren't yeah. these hunter droids? <laughs> like how they shoot at it and like shoot like 10 feet from his foot. <laughs> <laughs> They're terrible. It's good stuff. So uh, IG-11 takes uh, possession of the asset, grabs Moiterizes. one of the bikes. Oh, takes one of, uh, possession of one face. of the, the, the uh, swoops and just races into town. Yeah, and dude. that's one of the best scenes, I think, in the whole series on, so baby. far. Baby, tuck, throttle on, robot <laughs> moving. He's got like, he's got like Baby Yoda and his, like, he's like carrying him like he's got and him on Baby the front Yoda side has backpack. got a need for speed, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's like, he's freaking Bobbo Frick. He is so excited about what's going on right now. So it's great because uh, he's speeding through town. Stormtroopers are starting to realize, oh, this is an enemy. And when he's, they're getting ready <laughs> to return late. fire, I, I love the IG-11 turns his body all the way around to yep. protect Baby Yoda and then pulls out the guns and yep. just starts laying waste to everybody. Yeah, Puts it on uh, auto drive, apparently. I'm sorry. Know. You know. to see he just look, ma, no hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. You well, had to see that. And, and one of the best scenes is when he jumps off. Oh, of the bike, yes, and just like and propels it, it into some yeah. stormtroopers. I mean, he just yeah, that was such a badass, just, oh, yeah, sequence there. It, it was. was God, I want to role play so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Kara sees what's going on, right? Gets up there with her big gun, and they just all start taking everybody out. Man, oh, it was good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I love, I love, love that Gideon called it out as an e web because yes. I don't think we've ever heard that spoken. At the same the time, when he did that, I was sitting there going, okay, deep cut. Is this necessary? <laughs> you may yes. notice that yes, it's an it e-web, the very type of gun that destroyed your people when we slaughtered them. And I'm like, it's a gun. It's, e it's a big gun. E He's trying to make a point. No, but I get it. But I feel like we're I'm, like an e-web is also what they dropped in front of the Falcon on Hoth to shoot at it while it was trying to, you know, when they were trying to gas it and take off. Like, it's been like standard Imperial Imperial fare. So it actually felt for me yeah, a little out of character for one to call it out and going, look at what we have. The standard weapon, standard heavy <laughs> weaponry, heavy light gun, infantry, yeah. or like heavy infantry. Whatever well, place, maybe now they're scarce. Maybe I, I felt like that was 
you know, okay, all the critics, or I should say all the critics, a lot of the critics complain about the Rise of Skywalker. Going, well, it's a lot of fan service. I'm like, yeah, fan service is good. F off. This is one place where I felt like fan service went 10% too far. Yeah. I was like, dial it back. I loved it. That's that's the character. If though. he just said, he's, bring he up the E-Web, I'd have been fine. But the fact he's like, look, look, everyone, it's an E-Web. <laughs> he didn't he's, sound that way He's trying all. to scare them, Have though. you seen my E-Web? <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed the glorious E-Web? Nigel, get the E-Web. For the, vi- no, for the visual, I'm like tweaking my Don't forget the battery. Right yeah. Yes, <laughs> the battery, and you must hook up the dry event. For some reason, he suddenly turned into some old Saturday Night Live character. <laughs> Oh my goodness! The will. Huzzah! All right, so IG Eleven shows up. There's a battle that ensues, and Mando, Mando is uh, Mando takes some damage because the E Web gets shot. Uh, the battery the does. Oh, oh, the battery. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Were you hit with the E Web? <laughs> <laughs> I like how. He just shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> he could have shot him anywhere, but he just, in purpose, shoots the Mandalorian in the back of the head where there's armor. I, I, th- I don't know why. I, I mean, he's got armor in most places. Bing! So yeah. Mand- Mando's injured. They uh, are basically, Kara, Kara's like, hey, I have to take this helmet off if we're going to save you. Yep. He's like, nope, just let me die. Can't, Can't do, do it. it. This is the this way. This is the way. This is the creed. So why don't you this F is the your way. way right off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was another thing. They made a point to point out that Mandalorian is a creed, not a people. Yes. Yes. I've been saying forever. Yeah, exactly. And and throughout the series, we've been suspecting it quite a bit. So now it is true. It's not a race. Mandalorians are no longer, if they ever technically were. They are, they are, we're a race. Yeah. But the foundlings, they, they allow people to come in and become Mandalorians. Because they were practically eradicated. Yeah, right. I mean, we're yeah. going to, and I have a feeling we're going to learn more about this history, right? Yeah. In, in coming oh, yeah. seasons. Especially after that end. Right. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, if we find out where the Yoda race comes from through this, I think I'm going to be okay with that. I want them to drag it the hell out. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. want to be like, I want them to oh, here's first some episode of season taffy. two. Bloop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the opening of season two. He's just going to be standing there eating vegetables, We're shoving on, him up his helmet. Yeah, Prana Yoda Wakatui. Honestly, I have a feeling. I mean, it's going to be. like downtown New York. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a species that, it's gonna be in Earth, my opinion, but... it's not going to have a home planet. It's going to be kind of like the Mandos. And I have a feeling there's just going to be very, very, very few of them. I yeah I I don't know I, I to to be honest I haven't really thought about it that much but I don't want it to just be he lands eventually sometime at the end of the series he lands on a planet and they all just walk out offering gifts you know like they're the freaking aliens from <laughs> Close Encounters pouring out of a I I don't want it to be it's that like, thanks dude but at the same time I don't want them to be like oh we're sorry the rest of them are dead. Like I don't, I don't want him to go full on. Everything is happy here, but I also don't want him to go. Everything sucks. I want it to be some kind of either they're nomadic or they. I'm ready for this. Bipolar. Ready for this. I will say it. Vonda McIntyre, if you're Uh-oh. listening, ooh, oh, I would be okay if they exist in another realm. 
of existence. Oh, no. I know. I hate Waru. I hate the extra dimensional huh. being crap. But at this point, when like when Ray can like slip a lightsaber through the force to Kylo Ren, I'm kind of like, you know what? The gloves are off. They could be somewhere Look, completely out of the galaxy. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, too, man. I'm ready for something different. In I, Star want Wars, to be, man. I want it to be explained in a non-traditional way. Why no one knows what the hell Yoda and Yaddle are. Sure. Yeah. Right. I want it to be a traditional. I want it to be impactful, meaning like I don't want to just hear, oh, it's hard to navigate to because there's some black (laughs) holes in the way. I don't want to hear that crap. Right, right, right. right. I want to hear like, oh, they literally came from another galaxy. It was two of them and a baby. What what if they live live on a planet that's living and can fly? I will kill you now. I will kill you now. I am holding I'm not holding an IO shield from a no, motherboard no, that I will out. stab through your heart. No, hear me out. So the, the planet is alive. I'm gonna kill you so bad. What? Listen so here, the, Greg the, Bear, Bear, whatever the hell your name are is. Are we gonna say that the planet poops the Greg babies Bear. out? <laughs> okay, it's an no, omasicot. Shut up. It is. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I want to explore the pooping planet concept. <laughs> the spaceships yeah. are alive. So the planet poops the uh, the Yodas out. A, Is that so, where they got and, the idea they, for Star Killer? Through their butt? Well, the do planets have butt, Mike? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Where's hey. the planet's butt? Where's hey, the badge? Hey. hey, by the way. It's the Yoda star. Just we need to. Yoda's into planet. We need to. Uh, well, we're still talking. I mean, we're talking about the Mandalorian, but we've got some other things that we need to get to quickly. Yeah, because we're two hours in. Yeah, Ooh. we need to, we need to breeze. We need to breeze through. Okay, so they go down the river sticks. Uh, IG-11 <laughs> sacrifices himself. Yep. And Moff Gideon is in a lights in a Tie Fighter. He crashes because Mando is awesome, and then he carves his way out with the freaking dark saber. Dun dun dun! The dark saber, the dumbest thing ever introduced to Star you mean Wars. The awesomest thing ever until it became the awesomest thing. <laughs> All right, so I hated awesome. the concept of the dark saber when it first hit. But now that they've been consistent, yeah, sure, right. I mean, once it's introduced, I, I, you got to use it, it right? I, I love this. I accept, I accept you. you. <laughs> I, I accept you. An orange peanut for I me. Accept you. So okay, so of course, a lot of people have watched The Mandalorian, and there are two types of people that watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> yes. There are super uber, uber nerds like us who, when we Ooh. saw that thing, we were like, yes! ninety oh, yeah. percent of and viewers we, went, "Why is that lightsaber yeah. dark?" Then, then there's my wife, and like, I, what's that? Uh-huh. Yeah, your wife is like, "Oh, he's got a weird lightsaber, and why are you cheering and standing and yeah. touching yourself? <laughs> why are your pants what? all wet? You're taking off you your pants? pants? What are you that's doing? Like, that's like a septic. You got then you're in charge of many and, and the and this is a Sabine, and she gave it to the poet. You don't even understand, honey. You don't understand. <laughs> like you're drooling on me. I, I really Darth Maul. Darth All right, so real quick for the layperson. Who <laughs> listens to this podcast? The, uh, the dark saber is basically the symbol of the leader. It symbolizes the leader of the Mandalorian yes. creed, race, people, whatever, right? Yes. And the last time we saw it was in Star Wars Rebels, and it had been handed off from Sabine Wren. Sabine had possession of it to st- and gave it and to Starbucks. She gave it. To, yeah, she, she gave it. She got to, it from Darth Maul. Don't forget that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She gave it to Bo Katan, right? Because she was going to go off and do other things. Yep. So, um, and to Bo Katan, which who Apparently is Katie poorly. Sackoff, who was voiced by Katie Sackoff, the hottest man on television. Yeah. 
And uh, so she, <laughs> so Bo-Katan became the, the leader at the, again, the last time we saw it, she was the leader of the Mandalorian. So yep. you can infer now at this point that most likely Bo-Katan probably, Bo -Katan did. There probably was, dead probably in the dead. hands of Moff Gideon. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, hoping maybe she's not dead though. Yeah. It'd be cool if she wasn't. I mean, you would, I mean, supposedly this passes from one to the next, right? When they're challenged and they're defeated in battle. Yeah. Uh, with mm -hmm. the presumption that they're dead. Right. But Moff Gideon has this. Mm -hmm. Moff, he doesn't care, gives a damn about their tradition. Right. So he may have left her alive. So my hope. Yeah. Is that Katie Sackhoff? <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> if they're going to, if, if it'll never happen, but if bo is alive, I want Katie Sackhoff yes. in Star Wars yes. so bad. I, I got my you. picture with hey. her at Celebration. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I just wet myself Katie again. Sackhoff is going to insist that she's in Star Wars too. <laughs> I love that like, woman hey, so mine. desperately. That's mine. I love her spirit. I love her so much. So, uh, yeah. So that's the big thing. She's ending. in another series right now. So that now, leaves so, us yeah. with a lot of... Um, open-ended stuff for season two right yeah um there's already rumors that and, and it so, sounds it sounds like maybe it's confirmed now that we're going to see boba fett for all, sure all, the, season two. all the mandos in the Sweet. what's the name of the group not the enclave what are they called the covert the, yeah the, covert. The covert. Right. they they all dead except for the smith well yeah well most no. of them most of them well she said some may have gotten off world without you right know. but but they was a big eradication yes and so, but she charges Mando, basically gives him his signet finally. He's yes. earned it. And it, it, it and is it the mudhorn. The mudhorn, yes. Because I think in her eyes, she realized the baby was not an adversary. Right. So was, that originally counted, which yeah. I thought was kind of a neat thing that they didn't explain. You know, yeah. the funny thing was, is I didn't realize it too until I watched that episode the second time. Yeah. Because the first time I, I'm like, what is that? And, and she, then I realized it was the profile of the mudhorn. Yep. And like, I oh, have finally yep. identified the second thing that I would be willing to tattoo on my person. I have no <laughs> tattoos, but there's one other thing in the past that I went, I might get a that tattoo. But this is my first, finally. Boba Fett would be the first one. No, it yes. wasn't. It wasn't Star Wars <laughs> at all. This is the first Star Wars thing that I'm like, oh, I would definitely consider consider getting that tattooed on my <laughs> nice. person. So nice, second nice. one, Lucutus of Borg was the second one. Right? <laughs> it was absolutely Lucutus of Borg. In How full color. BA <laughs> is that uh Mandalorian chick taking on all those stormtroopers? Oh the armor? Oh yeah. Yeah the oh. armor. And she's just standing Straight up shattered their she's face. Sitting, she's melted like them. Yeah, sitting on the floor and they're walking up behind her. Yes. Yep, and she just stands there and is just ready to just... pretty badass. That was... So that was a great scene. Like, oh, she's basically holding her hammers and her tools of the trade, <laughs> right? She's yeah. not pulling out blasts or anything. She's no. like, nah, beat y'all no, with I'm, what my hands She's just know. sitting there meditating, yeah. like, like totally like Qui-Gon Jinn style, right? Are we going to do this? And they're coming up to her and like, what the hell, what the hell? And yep. then she just fucking lays Well, I love how in. these helmets are like just cracking and shattering yep. as she's hitting. Yep. Blastoid, bro. Yep. Yep. It's good so stuff. we don't know if she's alive. No. We I don't know that is. sniper chick if she's alive. We don't know if uh if yeah, the, was, we don't know if Iron Man Mandalorian is alive. The one played yeah. by John Favreau, the heavy Mando. Yeah. Vizsla, something Vizsla. Um Paz Vizsla. I freaking yeah. that's my favorite by the so way. So there's definitely a lot of questions, but I felt so fulfilled. Yes. Yeah. By the end of that last episode yes. that it's like yes. A lot of questions. That means we can move forward. We got a direction <clears throat> that we have no idea, but yep. But yet, I feel like we're not left with not Look, knowing. I mean, and, and and this is coming from the nerds, right? Uh, and on top yeah, of I think that, we've qualified. On top of that, I, you know, I, I kind of measure things a little bit by my wife. Because yeah. she's not a big Star Wars fan. Yeah. 
and use her as a barometer for the, you know, the population at large, I guess, so yeah. to speak, or the viewing public at large. Right. She is nerding out over the show way more than I am. That's she's watched so a, like, awesome. She's watched Your wife some of these episodes. Good taste in television. <laughs> she's watched some of these episodes three times now. I think my wife oh, gets yeah. jealous when I'm around your wife because I love <laughs> geeking out with her over TV. I walked my out. Daughter loves literally it. this yeah, morning. Mine's, mine's I walked out. Yeah, my kids are loving it too. I walked out uh, after getting ready for work. I walked out to my kids watching yeah. <laughs> the Mandalorian, yeah, awesome, uh, and it's like. Yeah, they're choosing this stuff, man. We're not making them sit yeah. down and watch it, and and that, to me, again, that's you know we were talking before about you know maybe some of the the more negative signs for you know Lucasfilm and yeah. Disney right now in terms of Star Wars, but man, I tell you what, man, this show is tells me Cry. that they're on the upswing, man. I mean, they're they're doing because something because right they listen to I the just, right people. Well, I just hope that they that leadership understands that. Well, you know, it's they, been they it's put been... they gave they put this in the hand of, of Favreau and and Filoni, right? But I don't I don't know that I know that I know. I don't remember that Kathleen Kennedy and, no, and, and Iger understand why this is successful. I know. I don't remember exactly when this happened, but it was in December. It, it may have been right before we recorded. Before it may have been since, but there's been a lot of talk now about Filoni. In more than just the super fan circles, there's been like news like, uh, like uh, on the people like uh, was it uh, it was Ron Howard's daughter, uh, what's it, Bryce Dallas Howard who directed an episode, right? Talking about how Dave Filoni's there and, and George, Lu I, I think I've got this right. George Lucas was on set, yep. yep, and he was talking to her about how Dave Filoni is like a son to him. Mm -hmm. And now Kathleen Kennedy yep. has been saying, we don't do anything without consulting Dave Filoni. That is on record. Suddenly, Dave Filoni's name isn't just relegated to animation. Suddenly, he's getting tossed around by the people at the top, right. okay, ab about how he is the guy. And we've been saying this for years, that yeah. they needed to make him the guy. And I believe it's starting to happen. I God, I hope so. Yeah. God, I hope so. <laughs> Dave Filoni, so. you glorious bastard. We need to knock out He's a so few cool. things. We need to knock out a few things, guys. Yep. I, I don't think we're going to go into great detail with the Rise of Skywalker other than what we've already talked about tonight because this episode's butt long. But we do have a matter that Garrick needs to explain. What? Huh? Regarding Absolutely. a certain Sith Lord. Absolutely. Or maybe a certain handful of Sith Lords. Absolutely. What? That Lord. the Force Awakens, or the, I'm sorry, the Rise of Skywalker. If I said Force Awakens earlier, I apologize. I'm inebriated. The Rise of Skywalker. I didn't prepare for this. Visual Dictionary. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we have a big one. Oh, yeah. About the Sith Troopers. <laughs> I may crack. I may crack the iPad screen when I hit this, this button that hard. I may actually. This I. This is a third generation iPad, you guys. This thing oh, is. This man. thing is a gr the grandpa <laughs> of iPads. Okay. Yeah. It can only this the software running on it. I believe the operating system is two kilobytes. And the software that we run the soundboard on, if we were to update this to like iOS four, it would just break. It would break the software because it would never updated since then. Right. This thing is a this is a capture in time. I am willing to break this MFR to hit this button so far. Garrick, would you tell us about the Sith Troopers? Oh, gladly. So uh the Sith Troopers are ordered into legions. Ah. Each one is a name is taking the name of past Sith Lords. That's interesting. Now some of these legions are named after let, let me just 
say a few here. So <clears throat> you got Phobos. Oh, hey, okay. Tenebris. Tenebris, yeah. Yeah. Adendu. Okay. And of course, the third legion is the the Revan Legion. Wait, what? Shut up! Revan and He's back, baby. He's back. I've never seen Corey hit the table that hard. He's back. He looked like Mike at that moment. He's back in the chair. He's gonna cry. Corey's gonna cry. No, I just don't talk when I'm ejaculating. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta just look him in the eye. Wow, well, there is a pretty big mess there on the floor. Revan, <laughs> oh. Darth, Mother Scratch, and Revan is yep. back in canon. <laughs> you gotta hit the button one more time. I you're think. right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. <laughs> this one's for Tenebris, but it's also for Revan. <laughs> you might as well say they're all back, man. They, oh, they are. All of them, but Revan. I mean, come on. XR Coon, they're all back, bitch. Is Tenebris the, the Sith Emperor from the Old Republic game? Is that uh, That's who Tenebris is, right? It's based on Tenenbaum. I believe he is the actual, like, really scary, oh. scary Sith Emperor. Like, the really messed up, scary Sith Emperor. Aren't they yeah, all? Uh, yes, but this one's, in my mind, this one's actually scary. <laughs> like, yeah, Palpatine, like Palpatine may have been brilliant, but this guy was freaking scary. He can, like, he can, like, shatter your mind into, like, little things. He literally murdered a planet with his brain as a, yep. as, like, a young man. Yeah, he's scary. Honestly, Rise of Skywalker and and this revelation and all that stuff, but but even expanding into Rise of Skywalker and Exegol and all that. Yeah, I mean, all of our notions, all of our ideas, all of our visions of what the Sith, Sith lore is Sith at, at history. this time point. Yeah. I mean, we had the statues on Exegol. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of it was so. I, I mean, the I was statues just, that harken back to yeah. Korriban slash Moriban, oh, yeah. depending on whether yep. George Lucas w- wiped his ass that morning, right? <laughs> But, but yeah. all of it feels like it's back, man. And and, and it does. It feels such a satisfying way. It feels like they've even in these tiny, tiny, like the visual freaking dictionary. Yep. yep. It feels like they turned a corner and went. They really did, and, and man. And said, "We are not going to undo what we've done. Look, they've. But we are going to do better, and we're sorry. I I completely understand." the criticism of this trilogy as a whole. Sure. I understand the criticism of each of the individual films. Sure. I really do. Absolutely. But I don't care what anybody says. The rise of Skywalker did turn a corner, mm-hmm. whether people want to admit it or not. And, and, and this if goes you ain't right with the super fans. You going to be not right with but everybody. We, we've said this before, and I'm going to continue to, to sing it from the mountains. Fan service isn't it, necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> I get it. If it's done right, it's done well. Mm-hmm. Reintroducing Revan and and the without, Sith lore, without Sith a culture. single note in the movie, without a single note in the exactly. movie, exactly. It's just thrown in as how a byline did, in a book, and it matters that, so how much. Does, it matters to all of us, yeah. and it doesn't hurt the regular moviegoer at all. Not so in what's, any way. What's the problem? I don't. What's I the do problem not, with fan service? I, I don't never get it. understood it to begin with. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, that, that criticism makes is it falls on deaf ears with me, man. I may have broken my finger just now, slamming <laughs> that button. Worth it. 
The, the screen is completely intact. These were workhorses, you guys. This is back when they still used eight inch thick glass. Okay. It's a CRT iPad to give you some idea. <laughs> My finger may be broken, but it was worth every, every cracked piece of so, it. So here's the, here's the download. Tenebris, Darth Tenebris, yeah. Darth Plagueis's master. That, oh, right. Ten, but yeah. Tenebre or Tenebre, Tenebre? was the Tenebrae yes. was the old Sith Empire. Yes. Emperor. Thank yeah. you. Thank also known as Vitate or Vidier. Vite yeah. Yeah. Or Valcoria. Vita. Yeah. He had a bunch of weird names. That dude was creepy. I'm going to have to get this visual dictionary. Yeah. I think this is the first I one might. that I'm really excited yeah, about because there's some pieces in there that matter to me. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, that- Apparently the novelization is going to include a lot of stuff they couldn't have in the movie. I'm going to read a Star Wars movie novelization, <laughs> and it's been a really damn long time since I've done that. Seriously, man. I, I don't know. Uh, screw you, <laughs> critics. Seriously. Screw, seriously. Screw you, Last Jedi defending shills who hate this movie because it's not The Last Jedi. Right. Screw you, uh, fandom menace people who hate it because that's what keeps your YouTube clicks going. Screw right. all y'all. Right. right. I'm a fan touching himself because this is some good shills. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due, right? right? I mean, I... I, I, again, I get I get the criticism of people at the top and and for you know the missteps with this trilogy because <clears throat> I mean at the end of the day it, it wasn't very well conceived and no. there's there's a lot of holes you can poke they in it. They screwed up hard, right? Right. But my gosh, man! I mean, but when you do something good, man, we gotta we gotta be fair and we gotta we gotta call call a spade a spade and just say this was good, man. This, this was fun. Or I, I like think we to say- call a heart a heart. I can say, or a diamond, a diamond. This, yeah. this could have but been. Clubs. This could have been better. <laughs> no. This could have been better. <laughs> this could have been better with a nine, a five-year, nine-year plan. Yeah, man. But given a two-year, this Hopefully, is, I feel, about as good as we could get. Yeah, and I right. am happy with that. I, I am too, man. I'm, I'm optimistic about the future, and that's more Boom. than I can say. For the last couple, two, three years. Do you guys man. remember Mike in the summer, like before this movie came out? You remember that Mike was going, I don't know. You guys, <laughs> you guys are, I'm not going to see it opening day. You guys are going to have to see it before yeah, I go that's see it. That's not Brian, what I said. Brian Johnson's going to make a movie, then you're going to have to pull my toenails out and beat me with them. And that, that's still true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. Knives Out's getting a sequel. But with that, I should encourage you listeners to run out and follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1130. 38 or hey uh jump in the, the our little profile on twitter and you can find a link to the discord which hey. is all the magic is happening yeah. yes that's right magic. you and our several other of our closest followers will be whisked away to the magical land of bullcrap and memes that's right discord is great and we'd love to hear from you there so join us if you will go to youtube look up like agile podcast like and subscribe ring the bell or whatever crap youtube has you doing this week because mike is putting together a whole lots of little presents for you to discover bite-sized morsels of fly casual available for you to digest with even your normal stomach lining uh there on youtube and there's facebook crap too or something go on give us a nice like give us a nice follow give us a nice subscribe whatever podcast uh app you're using in the meantime i'm Corey. over there's mike follow us on insta as well oh my god that happened fly casual one one do we have a snap what's your snap mike Yep. No, no, snap, no snap. No snap. Oh, see, yet. you're catching. Um, you're catching up to I'm behind. Gonna, I'm gonna have to start TikTok. Yeah, so TikTok? That's, yeah. that's coming. Yeah. I don't even know what you would put on there. I don't I'm either, actually but yeah. a little scared. <laughs> Over there's Howie. 
I did my thing before you said my name. So well, that's good. your mistake. Then over there's Garrick. You think uh, Sir Ian McKellen licks his butthole in cats? Because I would totally see He's got see people if, for that. If yes. Gandalf yes. is licking his own butt. Those no. people have jelly. Well, it makes it easier. Especially the cat's tongue. It's got that rough texture. Yeah. You irritate your bung. You got to get the prep H out. So is his name Ricky Jarvis? No, it's Ricky Tiki Tabby. Did you even see cats? <laughs> no, it's Ricky Tiki Tambo. No, Sa Rembo. Chari Bari Ruchi. That's racist, Berry bro. Bumbo. <laughs> <sighs> and we have. <laughs>